Blog Talk Radio. of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea, a new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Either you were with us, or you were with the terrorists. But I also believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. wrongdoings of our imperial past by submitting to massive immigration into our homeland. This argument depends upon white guilt. Some of our people get a rush from indulging in ethnomasochism, but we can smash this politically correct charade simply by refusing to apologize for who we are. I'm not sorry for the colonization of indigenous peoples. After Europeans left, they went back to their third world ways. Moreover, these people create nothing new, except for dictatorship, cannibalism, poverty, and civil war. I'm not sorry for apartheid. After the native Africans took control, they slaughtered the whites in the area, just as they did in Haiti. Have a look at what happened under Robert Mugabe. I'm not sorry for slavery. Every race on the planet has practiced slavery at one point or another. More whites were abducted and enslaved by Muslims than the number of blacks enslaved by whites. It was whites who founded the abolitionist movement and fought to end slavery. Today, various tribes in Africa continue to enslave each other, yet they say there's only blood on the hands of Europeans. 
If anything, under white rule, third world countries had a higher standard of living than they could ever produce on their own. After we leave you to yourselves, what we build for you is destroyed. We are not dependent on you. If anything, you need us. I'm not sorry for the Crusades. Our ancestors courageously fought to drive Islam out of Europe. If it weren't for their valor, our entire civilization would be under Islamic tyranny. That same heroic spirit still flows through the blood of our people today. Ethno-nationalism among Europeans is rising in the face of invaders. I'm not sorry for imperialism. The Mongols built the largest empire in human history, but nobody suggests that they should be denied their sense of cultural and racial identity. The issue isn't that our ancestors were imperialists, it's that we were the best at it. We came, we saw, we conquered. Such allegations against the entire white world are just excuses to rob us of our once prosperous homelands. Saudi Arabia insists that Europe should take in more refugees when they're a rich oil state capable of housing millions of them. Instead of importing their own kinsmen to their country, they offer to build mosques in Germany. I'm not sorry for the alleged Holocaust. The Soviet commissars murdered at least 30 million of my people in Eastern Europe. We don't hear about these atrocities because Jews weren't the victims, but the culprits. I refuse to shed a tear for your Hollywood narrative. When the Jews fled Europe following the Second World War, they proceeded to ethnically cleanse the Palestinians to establish Israel. This displacement in the Middle East created resentment towards the Western world. The Zionists drive them out, and we have to take them in. Liberals will claim they're standing for human rights, but the minute you tell them whites have the right to self-determination, they scream, you're part of the problem. Thereby embracing the cultural and demographic genocide of a race that has created the very civilization they take for granted. There's no point in apologizing anyway. They merely see it as a sign of weakness and will attack you even harder. The only way to stand up for yourself and your people is to refuse to apologize. We're not sorry for what our ancestors did. We're not sorry for who we are today. No apologies, no regrets, no doubt, no compromise. We're not sorry.
Gibson Podcasting, Understanding the Times We Are In Today, Restoring Our Republic. You can't beat it. You can't beat the times that we are in today. They are absolutely, absolutely just out of control. And how many times do I preach on here? How many times you want to save your country, you want to save your people, you want to do things the right way, come network together Get your voices unified together. Join us together, and let's make a difference. Talk about our problems. Come up with a plan and do it lawfully and peacefully and take back our republic. But we just can't get there. You know what? I'm not blaming Biden. I'm not blaming Obama. I'm not blaming Bush. I'm blaming you. Because you people have allowed this to happen. You people, that's right. How many times have we gotten up here and we've, we've had full platforms, we've had empty platforms, we've had a couple people come in. When have we ever had everybody come all at once and say, let's sit down, let's come to a plan here and do something? No. We all come with the ideas, we push a singular plan, and if nobody goes with one person's narrative, everybody, that group pack runs away. Right? Right? That's how it goes. That's why I've seen it firsthand, live on this podcast. I've seen it. I've seen the few and far between join in from time to time, <clears throat> all fired up. But all they're looking for is money. <clears throat> all they want is free handouts. They want to be Internet warriors and get paid to be on the Internet instead of going to work all day. Okay. Listen, man, I've freaking worked 16 hours, come home and do this show, okay? I don't need nobody to pay for my blog talk show, all right? I mean, it's pathetic. People are out there. People are out constantly. I understand some people are, you know, got it hard or whatever. and You know, they got, you know, and, and you lose your job. Okay, okay, okay. But when you, when you, when you see the same people for year after year, that just ain't got nothing because they're lazy and they're trying to live off their dummy check every month. Can't do it. Ten years ago, you you know, getting that dummy check, yeah, you were right in there, you know, getting that $1,600 a month, that disability check, you know. Yeah, you were in there. You can get away with it 15, 20 years ago. Now you can't do it, can you? Yeah. Rent's too expensive, right? Gross inflation. I warned you. I told you it was coming. The new world order was coming. No, it was funny. It was funny back then. But how many times can we get a crowd on here when the lunatics come on here and the trolls start coming from the Tony Talks and the God's Rainbow Ministries and those blog talk shows? Oh, I could fill this chat room up. 50 people. 40 people. I could fill it up. Phone lines blowing up. But how many times can I get the Patriot community out here? How many times can I get them out here to come together? And, and, and the thing it is, is I got the Republic on here, I got them on here, and what did everybody do? They complained. They complained. 
you know, and now they're gone. Well, what did I, and then I got the NSM on here. Remember them? Everybody complained. Racist, racist, racist. Complaint. I had the Ethiopian Empire, Mandela Khan and his crew on here, the Pan Am African Network. What did everybody do? You're a race traitor, Joe! You're a race traitor! I had the militia on here, Barry Croft. Well, we know what happened to him and his crew when they went to jail, but we had other militia members on here. But where did they go? Off into the sunset. Probably undercover FBI agents, that's why. But anyway, they're gone. So now here I am, holding the bag still, right back here. And the reason why I say this is because the other night, last night, I did a late show, and I said, I'm going to listen to some of my old episodes. You know, I went back and I listened to some things I did seven years ago, eight years ago. And I was and I listened to all the callers that were calling in. You know, and, and I remember, like, the one I got on Spotify there, I got a six-hour show on Spotify, you know, back-to-back episodes on there on Spotify. I listened to that six-hour one. Until the morning hours, well, we morning hours. I listen to it, and I'm, I have about sixty, sixty different callers on that on that on that show. About sixty different callers, you know, and and and, and people didn't, and people still complained about that platform. They didn't like it. They didn't like Mandelicon. They didn't like Ice Beta coming on here. They didn't like uh, uh, Sarah coming on here. They didn't like a couple of the people coming on. They didn't like Doctor Ventura preaching. I remember. You know, they wanted a different narrative. And now that my point is this. You know what? It's you people that are screwing this country up. It's you people. That's what it is. It's not the government. It's you. <laughs> that's the problem. You. I mean, that's what's got to be fixed in this country. You. And until you admit you have a problem, America, we're never going to fix anything. We're going to continue destroying ourselves from within. That is the final analysis of the analysis paralysis. That is really what the problem is. We can complain. Yeah, of course we know we got evil people out there doing evil. They're they're loving it. They're loving you guys. Come on, man. Biden loves you. He's joking about it. What's going on down at the border. He's joking. He can do nothing. What are you going to do? Shut up and go back to work. Be lucky if we raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. If not, shut up. Take your crumbs and pay your rent. Because we got the boys in the uniform that'll come get you. Right? You know, we'll put you in debtor's prison. We'll, we'll come up back up with that one again. You know? Well, they got so many ideas. Code enforcement. Yeah, code enforcement. <laughs> code enforcement. Yeah, I got, got a letter of code enforcement. I talked about that last night. Incredible. That's why I got to live like this, because of you people. Because of you people. You won't stand up and fight. You won't shut up long enough. You won't come together and unite. You won't stick together. You won't listen to each other. You won't work with each other. It's me, 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 my way. And as much as we preach everything, you talk about the same stupid things anyway, and you still don't get it. Um, but I was on a podcast, I was listening last night. With all due respect, well, one of the guests that were on there, that she was talking, and she's talking all good, but then she starts talking stupid. About the Constitution's the problem. You know, the government, you know, what, what are you talking about? 
You know, what, 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 and my taxes, my taxes, my taxes. Again, again, you don't have taxes that pay for the services that are rendered. We have a Federal Reserve banking cartel. They print the money. They have a machine that prints it at will. It's fake. It's not real. It's not real money. It's debt-based. It says it on it. It's a debt-based note. What's that mean? I'm not going to get into it tonight. I don't want to talk about the Federal Reserve notes because money rules us all. We have to have it, right? I don't want to talk about it. But for God's sake, learn what you carry around in your pockets, for God's sake. The all-seeing eye, the Egyptian pyramid. I call fast food restaurants. Do you accept Federal Reserve notes? No, we don't, sir. Hang on, sir. Hang on a minute. Who asked the manager even? And the manager would get on, no, sir, we don't accept those. They don't even know what a Federal Reserve note is. <laughs> but you'll kill somebody for it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you'll kill each other for it. But you don't even know what it is. Drugs. My God, war on drugs. Neighborhood with a next door app. Next door app. Next door app. I'm on there debating with people. Why do I waste my time? I don't know. The lady posts a picture of some guy. This guy was wandering around our neighborhood today. What do you think, everybody? I called the police. He was going for a walk, some old man. You called the cops on him. What the hell's wrong with you? you lady. Get the hell out of your living room window. Stop staring at your neighbors and freaking pay attention to what your government is doing to you. I got kicked off the app for saying that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so, you know, what's the point? The Constitution. Your rights are never left at the front door. Your rights are never, ever selected. Your rights are guaranteed. They were already paid for with Blood, sweat, and tears. Okay? There never, ever, is there ever, ever a question as to those rights, when they should be enforced, or when they should be taking place, or when you are allowed to exercise them. Never, never, ever, ever. And when you start allowing that to happen and allow your rights to be regulated then we have begun the downward spiral into tyranny and loss, loss, and losses. That's why you have the problems we are facing today, because we have allowed them to regulate our Constitution and turn it into a de facto corporate document. We have lost our way, folks. I just don't know how else to put it. And we can get up here and talk about the problems every single week, which is good to talk about these things and talk about the news of the day and get it out in the open. That's right. But what are you doing about it to fix it? For God's sake, I'm in here today, my day off, and I'm, I'm working, figuring out why i got to get my campaign ready here. I'm talking about who I'm going to call. I'm getting letters ready. i got to do this. And i got to worry about a damn code enforcement letter. And here I am talking about restoring the republic. Get the hell out of here. You know, I mean, it's crazy. But this, you know, I mean, man. Oh, wow. Well, what was on the agenda tonight? We got to call the 
National Guard here. Aren't you scared of doing that? Aren't you scared? Hell no. Why would I be scared of calling them? They ain't nobody. They work for me. All right, let's give them a call down there in Phoenix, Arizona. Find out what the hell's going on down there at the border, huh? See if they answer the phone. All right, let's see here. All right, let's get the number up here. Let's give them a call. Mm, all right, so that, I've spoken to him in the past, I think, on this show a couple of times, but that was over the Second Amendment. So, not, not never about the border. So, let's get it going here. All right, here we go. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Seven one three seven two six four nine zero zero is not available. All right, they're not answering. So let's see here. Let's get another number up here. I didn't think that was going to happen to me. I've been doing so good with the with the calls here. So we got to get some more numbers here. So I got to get pull my screen up here. <laughs> didn't think that was going to happen, guys. All right, so that's okay. We'll get some more numbers here real quick. And, uh, you know, I'm not in a rush here tonight. Uh, let's see here. We got the um, uh, Arizona Department of Homeland Security there. They should be all fusion center locations. That's interesting. State Homeland Security Emergency Services. Uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security. Um, let's see here. Let's, let's, uh, I want the one for Arizona Department of Health Services. Well, Health Services. Contact. All right, well, let's give them a call. That's out in Arizona. Let's do the Health Services. Let's give them a call first. And while, while I get talk to them and... Put something in there. Maybe they can help me out here. Um, I think that's the one right there. I'm just gonna write down the number. I gotta write it down because I'm bad with remembering numbers, very bad. Um, so I'll write it down here, and I'll give them a call, and then maybe they can patch me through to the right channel, and uh, we'll get this up here. Because I, I only, I'm, 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 that's really. I should have put, lined up two or three numbers for the National I'll get them on. I'll get the National Guard tonight. Don't worry. Trust me. I'll get them. Um, let's call these people up out there in Arizona and see what's going on. And uh, get them on the horn here. Find out what's going on here with this border. I mean, it's big talk, you know, big talk. And uh, I want to know. Maybe they know how much fentanyl came in uh, this week. I don't know. Let's see here. Um, what is it? 542? All right. 542. All right. And 1025. All right, here we go. Give me guys a call. And meanwhile, I'll look up some more National Guard numbers there. Make sure I got the right number here. All right, yep. Double check it. Here we go. National Guard. Hang on, I'll get to the callers in a second. You have reached the. Hello? They hung up on me. Huh. I like that one. What's up with that? Try that again. You have reached the Arizona Department of Health Services. Please listen carefully to the following options. Para continuar en español o prima dos. For questions regarding marijuana programs for patients and licensees, press 3. For facilities licensing, special licensing, and other licensing assistance, press 4. If you need immunization records for children and adults, press 5. If you need a birth or death certificate issued in Arizona, Press 6. 
If you have questions about state benefits, such as cash assistance, SNAP, and medical insurance assistance, please hang up and dial 602-542-4791 to reach the Department of Economic Security. If you are looking for a location to be vaccinated against COVID-19 or have questions about getting a vaccine booster dose, please visit azdhs.gov slash findvaccine or call 844-542-8201 and select option 8. If you need assistance because you have lost your COVID-19 vaccination card, oh, please Lord. visit azdhs.gov slash vaccine record and follow the directions provided. This message will repeat so you can take down this no. additional information. If you need other assistance, please stay on the line. Okay. You have reached the Arizona Department right, of... No, no, it's repeating. I don't have time for that because I just got the right number here for the guard. So let me get this in. I got a guard number here that's going to answer. So hang on a second here. Uh, I'm always working on behalf of the people here. So even when I'm listening to messages, hang on here. Three one zero. This one's out in California, right on the border, so let's get this one on going. Let's get this one. This one should answer now. Um, sorry, guys, it just takes me a while to type the numbers in. I got to, going from screen to screen. wish there was a quick way of doing it, but all right, here we go. This is Matt Yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, I've just got a question for you. Are you the only one? I, I, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How can I help you? Okay, good. My question is, is that I'm down down here. I'm uh, down here in the southwest, and I'm watching these news reports, and I don't know if you're taking part in it or not, but I'm worried because I'm going to the San Diego area, and uh, this this border situation. I know they got the guard deployed down there. Uh, and down around the border. But I was wondering, are, is the guard there to uh, assist the Border Patrol, or are they assisting the Mexican um, government in shipping uh, or having, helping the people across the border? I'm not very familiar with that mission, so I, I don't want to give you false information. Okay. Because I'm not on that mission, or do I know anybody on that mission? Okay, so it's not in your area. There's no missions going on in this that no, in our area I'm, right now. I'm in LA and I'm a I'm a recruiter in LA. Yeah, yeah. So I figured you're Southern California. That's what's in our area. Okay, that's fine. And so you haven't heard nothing about that. Okay, that's fine then. So you haven't heard nothing. You don't know nothing about it then, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, I just figured I'd ask because you know. I, but but before I let you go. If that was to happen and you're assigned a mission like that to help assist people over the border, that's kind of got me a little infuriated. Is that something that you would participate in? As a, I mean, where you going to wait until that time comes? Um, I don't know. Um, as long as the orders are lawful, uh, we will o- obey them. Gotcha. Hey, that's the way. That's the way it's got to be. Exactly. All right. Well, yep. thank you for answering my questions. Sorry to bother you. All right. No problem. Have a good one. All right. All right, everybody. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. We got somebody with their hand up here. I think I just hung up on a private call or two. I'm sorry if I did. 
Uh, sorry if I hung up on you, private caller. Um, 506, go ahead. Hi, Joey. This is Gary. How are you? Gary. Mm-hmm. Yes, how you doing? Good. I called a couple of weeks ago. I was on. We were talking about bad neighborhoods and all that good stuff, and I was part of the panel. Um, I want to say I had a good time speaking with you and your panel, so I figured I'd call back. Yeah, what do you think of this border situation? Going on here. What do you think about this border situation? Well, I think, um, you know, all these people that are coming from Central and South America, and uh, I think that if um, they should have stopped them over there at the Mexican southern border. Yeah. Or, like, all the Haitians that are coming over, they should have stopped them in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, I think... um, Mexico should have stopped them. The U.S. should have stopped them before they even got across Mexico. They should have just posted up over there in that that Guatemala over there or in Haiti or whatever, you know. Okay, okay, but they didn't. But they uh, didn't. They didn't. They didn't. So what what do we do now? I mean, they're shipping them. Do you understand what they're doing? Do you know that they're kicking veterans out of hotels? Veterans that have vouchers to stay at hotels to get back on their feet or coming through programs, they're kicking them out and putting the the illegal immigrants into these hotels. Right. So, well, with that, I haven't given it much thought, but what I would do personally is, um, I don't know how they're splitting them up, but the veterans should be like the... um, Taking care of first, first class, but there's more hotels. Uh, I don't know why they're putting them in hotels before they were putting them in in camps and whatnot and uh, incarcerating them. Because they broke the law. Well, they broke the law. They should be incarcerated, you know? Right, so why are they putting them in hotels? Well, well, that's because well, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, I would like to ask that question to some of my representatives. Actually, you just gave me an idea. Well, but why are I they thought, putting I them in hotels? You were running for office. I thought yeah, you were running for office to be like a I senator am. or congressman. What do you, what what are you doing there? It'll be I'm running for the House of Representatives in uh, uh, North Carolina. Yes. You know. I liked what um, Governor Abbott did where he um, shipped them off to other states. That's what they should do. Maybe ship them off to other states. To like, uh, yeah, incarcerate them over there or something. Or, you know, just maybe put them like in, I don't know how liberal North or South Carolina are, but maybe send some of these, send some of these immigrants to you guys over there and see how you deal with them, maybe put them in hotels. Oh, no, we don't want them over here. Prison. We don't want them over here. We don't want them over here. We don't want them over here. And if I find out they're coming but over here and, an I'm over, and I'm an elected you, representative, you, I will introduce legislation to stop that. Right, but you can show them, you can be an example of how you treat these people and how to handle them. Oh, really? Like how should I treat a them? Politician. Well, like you said, maybe you just lock them up. So you built the jails, you built the prisons, and you just lock them up for, I don't know, or turn uh, 
I don't know, whatever you got to do, just lock them up. There's a lot of them, but they should just be dispersed throughout the country, processed, locked up, and sent back. How about, how about we don't let them over the border to begin with, and then we don't have to worry about locking them up? How about that idea? Did anyone well, ever the, think about that idea? Well, the, <laughs> they're already over. They're already over, Joseph. Don't you get it? Somebody yes, they are. It. Yes. It's a big. You're correct. I don't correct. know if you're George yes. Carlin, but it's a big club, and we're not a part of it. It's a I big know. club, and we're not a part of it. Someone's yeah. letting All right, hang, over. hang on. I'm going to call Diane Feinstein's and, office right now. Hang on. Let's call Diane Feinstein. Hang on. Oh, that old hag. Yeah, hang on. Thank you for calling the office of U.S. Senator Alex Padilla. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I've got a question. Um, I'm, I, I, it's been confirmed, but I, I, I'm talking about the border situation. Um, and, and the people that are coming across the border, they're being given vouchers to stay at hotels in the sanctuary cities. So one of, I guess our city is a sanctuary city. And, uh, but the problem is, is that they're kicking, they're removing veterans that have, that are, that are booked at some of these hotels and they have vouchers for like $88. But in the city's going to pay a $150 voucher, so they're going for the money, the hotels, and they're kicking out the veterans and giving the rooms to the illegal uh, immigrants that are coming across the border. How can this be happening in, our, in America? How could that be happening? Hello? She hung up on me. She hung up on me. Oh, I want her back. Thank you for calling yeah. the office of U.S. Senator Alex Padilla. We appreciate you taking the time to reach out. If you're calling to register an opinion, you can always share your thoughts through the Contact Me page on the Senator's website at padilla.senate.gov. If you'd like to leave a message here, please do so after the tone and include your name and zip code. If you're a California resident and need help with a federal agency, you can find information to assist you at padilla.com. No, they're not going to take my phone call now. That's Diane Feinstein's, Feinstein's office, actually. They're associated with that Padilla jerk. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's Feinstein and Padilla. Yeah. They're in the same office. So, um, Padilla. Yeah, Padilla. she'd have a stick working for her, right? Figures yeah, yeah, yeah but hang on. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to get to the bottom. Hang up on me. What the hell's wrong with them? Um, let's call... Uh, stupid cunt. Let's call that Gavin Newsom's office. Let's get, see if we can get a hold of the governor there. Governor office, he's hanging up on me. Uh, let's see here. Call Mr. Newsom's office here. Find out what the hell's going on. Find out about these reparations that they want to pay out, too. Let's find out about that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Don't get started with here. the niggers. No. I, 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 now, why would you say something like that? Why would you say that word on my platform? Why would you do that? I'm you sorry. Know? I'm, I'm, <laughs> Come on now. We're, 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 you know, see, we hate each other so much. But, but the leaders, the people that are really screwing us over, you know, we, we don't, we don't, we, we don't, we're not doing nothing about, you know, I mean, come on. You know, that's the problem. Let's see here. Let's give him a, let's give him a call here. Mr. Newsom. Thank you for calling here. the office of Governor Gavin Newsom. Yep. In order to expedite your call, please select from the following options. To continue uh. in English, please press 1 now. 
Para continuar en español, por favor oprime el número 2. I'm sorry, you entered an invalid entry. Please try again. Thank you for calling the office of Governor Gavin Newsom. In order to expedite your call, please select from the following options. To continue in English, please press 1 now. Para continuar en español, por favor oprime el número 2. It won't let me. I can't do it. Now they got me trapped. I'm sorry, you entered an invalid entry. Please try again. I didn't enter nothing. Thank you for calling the offices of Governor Gavin Newsom. In order to expedite your call, please press All right, the following not let me To continue in English, please press 1 now. Para continuar en español, por favor, oprime el número 2. Oh, well. All right, we'll get, we'll get him dumped that call. All right, he's not going to let me through it. See, Blog Talk does not allow me to do That's how they get you on that. All right, but hang on. Let me go to another directory here. Uh, that Feinstein, well, boy, that got me one. angry. Did you press 1? I can't. You can't. I can't press do one. that. I'm, I can't do that. Studio doesn't let me do it. I'm I'm calling in through a, a, a headset. It doesn't let me do it. Well, you gotta figure <laughs> it out. No. Anyway, hang on. I'm getting other numbers here. Let's see here. Oh, All right, here. I got. You got to make sure you. There's somebody. It's somebody that's gonna answer too. You know, they got a million legislators in California. It's just that, that a lot of them. They're. What am I gonna call the the mountains for? You know, the mountains of California. They're not gonna. <laughs> you know. I'm not interested. I'm going to call the people down by the border. Um, let's see here. Uh, how about this one? Here we go. What's that? Call the sixes by the border. I bet that. Oh, I did that last night. We contacted them, and it's a true story. They are kicking veterans out, kicking vets out, and, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, giving them uh, rooms to, uh, uh, illegal immigrants so yeah it's crazy it's crazy diane feinstein just hang up see they got my number actually when i called they took a lot of heat for that call that i did a few weeks ago that's why you know you answered them you get about guns you said you were going to confiscate them don't you take calls from that guy ever again <laughs> make sure his number is blocked <laughs> you know i can well, hear feinstein now that. turn them all in mr and mrs america me. turn them all in <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But now let's be nice. Now we want we don't have to resort to name calling because that's what they do. You know we don't have to stoop okay, to their well, but, silly but she's level. Old. She's old. Huh? It's, I'm, am I speaking any falsehoods? Am I lying? She's no. Old. She's old and ugly. She yeah, she's an ugly little bat. Yeah. And she. And, and are you saying she's not a bitch? Uh, yeah, she's a bitch. Yeah, she is. She's a bitch. But, you know, I don't want people that are calling in and, you know, just, you know, that just started listening to the show, hear me, you know, talking about, you know, saying silly stuff like that, you know? Okay. We could, we could speak, well, we could speak like we have a little common sense here, you know? That's all I'm saying. I, I'm just entitled to my opinion. Yeah. Well, but when okay. you make your opinion, though, make it with an educated response. Don't, don't, you know, F this, F that, dick this, die. you know, I mean, nobody wants to listen to that. You know, I'm not Tony talk here, you know, I mean, nobody wants to listen to that stuff. And you got women and children listening to oh, this show, you know, uh, I mean, I, Tony I don't want to chase away listeners. Let's put it that way. Yeah. All right. Here, I got one here. I got California State Assembly member Laura Davis. She's in the 74th District. And then I got Oregon County Board. Uh, no, that's no, no. That's all I got available right now that are going to answer. So from what I understand. So let's see here. Let's get to punch up the board here. 
let's get them on the phone. Hey, this is live radio. This is what we, we, we do, you know. This is what we do, you know. We're calling these people for you, for you. And you, and, you know, where is everybody? Where is everybody? You know, where's where's all my, my, my hero patriots at? You know, that are restoring the republic. 2074. I mean, here we go. All right. I'm, a, I'm changing the format of this show pretty soon, most likely, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about that maybe, too. All right, here we go. Let's call this person. Here we go. What time is it? Are we go too late now? No, they should still answer. When I tell people the day before I'm going to do this, I have this problem, I noticed. I got I can't do it. I can't let people know because I'm Hi, telling you, I get shadow banned. this is woman, Lori Davies. I'm so sorry we missed your call. Please leave a message with your name and number, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Have a great day. Thank you. No. No, they're not. They're not going to answer. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Do I got one more or no? Let's see. Is there the same person? No. No. Uh, let's see. Let me try the number. One more number, I guess. One more number here. Um. All right. We dialed that that one right there, Lori Davis. Um. Let's try this one right here. Seven three three zero. All right. Let's try this one, and that'll be the last one we try then. All right. Because obviously it's getting late, and they're not going to answer. You got to catch them. You know. At the right time, because they're all going home right now. So, and they book out of there a half an hour early too. You better believe it. So they're not going to stay any extra for you. Trust me. You know they don't care. They don't. They don't. They don't care about you, the people. They don't care. They don't. They don't care about you. All right, here we go. Nine four zero nine four nine. All right, nine four nine. Well, I was hoping I'd get some good, a good, good one, good conversation going tonight with them. But you know, it is a you win some, you lose some. All right, here we go. Maybe we'll get one good one here. Doop, doop. Here we go. Call there. Call in. Call in. Call in. Call in. Call in. Call in. Thank you for calling the State of California Assembly District 74. Please note we have a new number of area code 760-433-7400. Again. The new number is 760-433-7400. Please press 1 if you would like to be connected to the new number. Otherwise, please hang up and dial the new number. All right. Well, it won't automatically pass me through? No? Come on. Thank you for calling the State of California Assembly District 74. Please note. All right. Let's call the new number. Who's got their hand up? You hung up and called back in? All right, hang on. I'll get you on back on here in a second. No, I'm hanging up on the wrong people here. That's why, I think. Here we go. Boop. All right, here we go. Did I hang up on you by accident? Yes, you yeah. did. Private caller. Go ahead, private caller. You're on. Bridget Pruitt, Bridget Pruitt, Bridget Oh, boy, here we go. You ain't got nothing bright to say? Bridget Pruitt, Bridget. 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 Bridget.
bridge. Here we go. Did he say bridge do it? Bridge I don't know do what the hell What does saying? that mean? I don't know and bridge I don't do care. It. I don't want to entertain the nonsense. I really don't. I don't want to entertain the nonsense. But, um, well, border is the topic here tonight. And, well, any topic, really. I mean, so anybody wants to queue in, now's the time there. I think I'll, I'll hold off the calls there. I, I'm hanging up on callers by accident, so my phone, because my board got jammed there. So, uh, you know, and because and the trolls are calling in, they're hanging up, and a number pops up by accident. I take my eyes off the board, and I'm hanging up on callers. So I apologize for people that were real callers if I hung up on you. But, um, hey, look, um, America, you like this. You like this stuff. You like it be America being broken. I, I gave you a good lecture in the beginning here. You're the problem. Um, uh, you know, this is just the way it is. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, RuPaul's Drag Con features twerking telebuddies on uh, kids surrounded by sex toys and half-naked adults. Why shouldn't the election be called out into question? Greg Gutfield demolishes Fox News narrative over stolen 2020 election. Sports Illustrated 2023 swimsuit issue to feature a transgender biological man on the cover. How about that, guys? Huh? There you go. You like that swimsuit what? issue? You got robbed, huh? Look. Huh? What's wrong right. with those trans people? Right. Hey, well, Brooklyn residents outraged. Illegals being housed in elementary school gymnasium. How about that one, huh? The time... To impeach has come. What do you think, guys? The time to impeach Biden or what? The Republicans, why? What are the Republicans waiting for? Is it not time to impeach him? Is it not time? Fuck Joe come Biden. On. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, the guy's it's crazy. All right, watch your language. Watch your language, please. Hey. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Man. Let's go, guy. Brandon. Let's yeah. go, Brandon. Let's All right, here we go. Let's read this one here. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the school serves children ages as young as three and goes up to fifth grade. The New York Post covered their arrival of illegals on Sunday, writing, Dozens of immigrants will be housed at the gym outside the Brooklyn Elementary School with no timetable on how long the building will be used as an emergency site for immigrants. Migrants. They call them migrants, immigrants. One week they're migrants, the next week they're immigrants. City uh, Council members Justin Brannon and Ara Kagan said Sunday evening, independent journalist Leroy Johnson, Leroy Press of Viral News reported. All right, well, I guess they're being housed here. Now, listen, folks, check this out, right? We're worried about school shootings, right? They say some of these people coming across the border are gang members. Uh, you know, aren't you worried about, and they're going to Brooklyn, New York. That, that's like a real safe place to be, right? So they're going to Brooklyn, New York, which, you know, if they're gang members, that's where they'll fit right at home. So, you know, they'll be, sh- now, are we worried about some rival gang shootings here, maybe? Or housing them in schools, elementary schools? Duh. You know, let's see, uh, you know, recipe for disaster, if you ask me, right? Didn't think of that one, Joe. Here we go. Let's play this one. They could take care of themselves. Oh, that's the school. Oh, that's the school right there. Okay, we we don't. All right, that's what they were showing there. Okay, no. All right, here we go. Oh, NY NYPD officers from the uh, 60th precinct have been outside, keeting the migrants and community safe. Boy, I have four of them leaning against the fence. Right here. <laughs> you know, man, oh man, this is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. America's gone nuts. I mean, I, it's like unwrap, watching America just fall and crumble. There's no saving it right now, I don't think. 
There, I just don't see anybody rising up. I don't see anybody rising up to save it. I mean, are you, I mean, you heard that jerk that just called in. I mean, aren't you concerned? Are you, I mean, are, you know, are you concerned about America? Uh, this in location of Bilderberg 2023 revealed secretive New World Order meeting happening in Portugal. So they're going to lay down the implement, implementation of the final 2025 fall of America. I laid that out for you in 2020. Go back and listen to my show. Told you about what was going to be happening um, with the destruction of America. What was that? What you, what you, uh, oh, the next bioweapon, huh? What do you think, guys? Next bioweapon? You want to hear about that? No? All right, maybe not. All right, the U.S. soldier opens gate for mob of illegals on a private Texas property. Nice, 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 nice. Here we go. U.S. News. Look at that. That's awesome. Right onto someone's yard, they open up the gates. <laughs> Man, how'd you like to live down there by the border? Well, first of all, I would never have bought a house down there near the border. Uh, with the, you know, never. I mean, in the last 20 years, you got to be an idiot if you bought property down there. Um, what, what's up with this Patriot Front? Anybody know about Patriot Front? This, 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 uh, they look like feds, I heard. Anybody know about Patriot Front? Anybody want to talk? Anybody, any Patriot Front members that listen to the show? Maybe you can talk about that. Uh, UN prepares. All right, here we go. We're going to we're going to play this one there for you guys. Then you guys have open up the phone lines. Here we go. I already opened up one line, so here we go. Let's play this one. The Real Red Pill Plus is a game-changing supplement. Finally back in stock, but selling out quick. Forty percent off. And in full- I saw some bone-chilling announcements in the New York Times, Washington Post, Time Magazine over the weekend. And we called it. wasn't hard to call. In fact, I was surprised. The fourth, fifth caller we took a couple of weeks ago, this article just, these articles just came out over the weekend, two or three weeks ago, we'll find the clip. I remember the name of the headline for the, that part of the show was, Learn Why the WHO Ended the COVID Pandemic. Just go to band.video, go to Infowars.com, type that in. There it is. Learn why the who ended the COVID crisis. 75,000 views. It needs 50 billion views. <laughs> Everybody needs to watch it 10 times on the planet. And I called it. This I asked listeners, I said, what is the proper answer for why they ended it? Because they're getting the next pandemic ready, and here it is. This emergency is over, and now it's time to get ready for the next pandemic, says the UN. Says the United Nations. Here's the Time Magazine article. It's everywhere. It's time to get ready for the next pandemic. Yeah, folks, we better get ready. The same people that launched the last one are going to release something even more deadly. They've already showed their hand. We'll tell you more about that when we come back. They stuck three separate HIV proteins in these shots and effectively gave the world a vaccine-induced AIDS. If that happened, all the doctors will tell you that is so. So how is it possible that they've effectively killed half of the globe and they're still walking around free? Did you know, Todd, the military is starting to test the members of the military for yes, AIDS? Yes, I do know that. What is uh, are you, are you And sickle cell, too, by the way. And sickle cell as well, because the, the vaccines have also the, the right. propensity to change the shape of red blood cells. And so right. now they're showing up with sickle 
cell, with HIV, with cancers that, that never existed before. Um, you know, it was only in 2021 that we found there was an 1,100% increase in, in all-cause morbidity mortality. We don't know what those numbers are anymore because the DOD changed them and fudged them. And I was talking to floor. one of our whistleblowers yesterday, funny enough, Hello. and I said, well, how can we track how many pilots are no longer flying because they can't? And, uh, hey. and this person effectively said we can't hey. because now DMED is, uh, is worthless. It's what not the useful fuck? because the, the numbers are all made up. We don't even know how to track this down. Now that they're doing these blood tests and they're looking to see if members of the military who have been vaccinated have AIDS, vaccine-induced, uh, yeah. vaccine-acquired immune deficiency, basically, That's are right. they also looking to see if, in fact, some of the members of the military even took the vaccine? Because, let's face it, there's people out there that'll, for 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks, whatever, you can walk into a CVS, sure. they'll, they'll take your vaccine, squirt it into the trash can and fill out the form and say, well, sure. they came in for their oh, vaccine, didn't tell, I didn't have to tell you I put it in their arm, you know? Are they going to be able yeah. to determine that? Yeah, yeah, they can. So um, we did mass spectrometry on both Pfizer and Moderna, and we found that each of them contains something called luciferase. And, and one of them is FM102, and the other one is ALC3015, is key ingredients. Luciferase is a bioluminescent uh, ingredient, for lack of a better word, that will, in fact, allow um, third-party onlookers to know whether or not you got the shot. And I've talked to people who showed up at the border with their fake vaccine cards and were turned away because the, the border inspectors knew they hadn't had the shots. They, they knew remotely. So the answer to your question is yes, they'll know whether people got the shots or not. And those who stood up and said, I'm not getting the shots, are already getting processed out. Right? That's, right. It, that's what we're doing from day to day is trying to help those people. By the way, the scientists and lawyers you were just listening to are not just saying that. Let's put on screen BBC, British Broadcasting Company. From two years ago, Australia had to stop their COVID vaccine because it was causing false HIV response, saying they had HIV. And now you can pull up mainstream news, the Army Times, 500% increase in HIV positive in the troops. And the numbers are always a year behind. Guess the latest numbers. 2021, 2022, halfway through. So when did the shots start? 2021, January, in the military. When did the 500% increase begin? Immediately. I don't need to be a pathologist. You know, that's coroners. That's people that know the human body and what causes death or what causes illness. To know that if I walk up to you with a semi-automatic 12-gauge shotgun with double-odd buck, and I shoot you in the head and blow the top of your head off, and then I point it at your chest and unload six more cartridges into you, and you're a bloody mess that you're going to die. I don't need to be a pathologist that if I take a machete and cut your head off, that you're going to die. But I can interview the pathologist all day. They have the head of the German Pathologist Society a year and a half ago come out and say, we're seeing multi-thousand percent increases in cancer and HIV and death from these damn shots. They had cancer research facilities in Germany again, but also in England and the U.S. that found that people that had cancer in remission, lymphoma, leukemia, you name it, that it was turning all of their cancers on when they took it. So again, that's what's happened. We've already been hit. There's ways to mitigate the spike protein. It also spreads, not just those that have taken the shots. That's in the literature. That's in the scientific studies. This is happening. I don't need to be a pathologist to know that if I walk up to you, or somebody walks up to you with a gallon
of gasoline. And they tie you up against a tree. They pour that gallon of gasoline on you, and they light a match and throw it at you. You're going to burn up. You're going to die. You're going to have third degree and beyond burns all over your body, and you might not make it to the hospital. You'll probably die of shock. But regardless, you're going to die. You might live a day. But that gallon of gas is going to kill you deader than a hammer. But the pathologist what said the, the shot's fuck killing is you. This? Not a vaccine. Now, I made a big deal about this a couple weeks ago. Put the headline back on screen. Learn why the WHO has announced COVID is over. I spent three hours hammering this that day. Learn why the WHO ended the COVID crisis May 5th. So I said two weeks ago. It's right at two weeks ago, a little less. So what came out a couple days ago in AP, Reuters, Time Magazine, New York Times, Washington Post, this is May 11th. So what came, came out a little over a week after I said it? This emergency is over. Now it's time to get ready for the next pandemic, says Tedros, the communist, who killed over a million of his own people in Ethiopia. And here's the article. It's time to get ready for the next pandemic. The UN says, and Bill Gates says, the next pandemic's imminent, and it's going to target children. And when it comes out and targets children, they'll be like, they're so smart. How did you know? And they got gain-of-function studies going on all over the world. Go read the article for yourself. This is just one variant of it. It's everywhere. Local governments need to sign on to the U.N. We need to follow the U.N. treaty. We need to get ready and do what they say next time. What did Chelsea Clinton say last week? We're going to make your kids take it. We know the kids are going to be hit with the next pandemic. So they're already telling you your kids are going to get hit with whatever it is they got stewed up in one of their laboratories. They restarted gain-of-function research at Wuhan, and we're just supposed to sit here. We have video of Ted Rose. You want to hear him say bro, I swear to God, John. Johnny monster? Oh, I mean, they script it all. They pre-programmed it. They get it ready. Only feel like How do I know when Ford's coming out with ass. an electric car? Because I see six months of ads for it. How do I know? Uh, the best dick you could ever have. When Coca-Cola's coming out with a new flavor, there's six months of oh ads. How do you know when McDonald's is going to bring back the McRib? All right. Okay. Hang on. Let me get rid of you there. You want to make noises while I'm playing the clip here, so hang on. You guys don't want to learn about how you're going to be killed and murdered. You don't want to learn about how your children are going to be murdered. It's a joke. It's funny. It's hilarious. I know. You know, it's funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's funny when you're pulled over by the cops and you're dragged out of your car and you're beat up. It's hilarious. You know? It's funny when you're losing your rights. It's funny to watch veterans get kicked out of hotel rooms and watch illegal immigrants who broke the law who just got issued a $2,500 debit card, a travel voucher, a social security card, a checking account, and they can walk into any bank and get a loan. It's funny 
right? That's funny. That's real funny. You know? That's really funny. You know what's really, really funny is when they can get on an airplane in Mexico and go to any city in this country and get off and obtain all that stuff. And don't forget, you got here's the address to Mr. Rivera to the closest Social Security and, uh, office and the closest Department of Social Services office. Make sure you check in there if you need any more money. Right? That's funny, right? That's funny. Funny, guys, right? That's hilarious. Right? It's funny when we watch patriots get rounded up with the people from January 6th, jail, thrown in prison. Ten years, 14 years, five years. One guy walked through the Capitol door 20 minutes. He was in the building, turned around, walked out. He got five years in jail. That's funny, right? That's funny. It wasn't me. Glad I wasn't there, right? Yeah. Or how about down there in Florida, house gets raided. No-knock warrant. Dog killed. Shot the 12-year-old teenage, uh, daughter by accident. Wrong house. Funny, right? That's funny. It keeps getting funnier, doesn't it? That's what you want. That's what you got. That's your country. Uh, send me money. I need donations. You know, you need money. You don't need no money. What you need to do is get your head out of your asses and start freaking understanding what it takes to survive in this new world order that they're planning and are implementing right before our very eyes. Learn learn how to stop it. You can stop it. I can't stop it. What are you going to do? There's nothing I can do about it, right? It's coming. I'm just sojourner. I'm passing through. I'm just preaching the gospel. Yeah. No. You can stop it. Guys like me who've been Ron Paul, people like that who've been out there preaching against this stuff for many years now have stopped it, have slowed it down. Trump didn't get elected because guys like me weren't out there telling people about the stuff Trump was talking about, about the swamp, right? How the hell did people know? Because guys like me were out there telling people when Ron Paul was talking about end the Fed, 2008. And everybody was calling him a loser and a nutcase. And then 2012, wow, maybe this guy's right. You know? When the Obama deception was going on. Yes, we can. Remember that one? He was, remember? Remember Obama? Go back and listen to the 2008 inauguration. And go back and listen to the newsreels of, of the time. Go listen to alternative media. How everyone, all the black people thought they were going to get free mortgages, free cars. It's over. Yeah, it's finally over. We got one in the White House. Yeah! Blacks lost. The economy for the black people was the worst during the Obama administration. They lost more jobs than any other time in the last 20 years, 30 years. Drugs rampant in the neighborhood still. Inner cities. That's when we started seeing the cops started getting attacked and the defund the police movement began, actually, technically. Remember the Baltimore riots? Remember Ferguson? Obama. Obama years, that's when it started. And, you know, and escalated to BLM stuff in 2020. Yeah. Funny, isn't it? Real funny. Well, you keep that. Keep it up. Keep it up. Just keep it up. You're going to get it. I mean, I'm telling you, people like me, we're sick and tired of it. 
I don't, I don't want to watch this go down. I mean, I, and I'm not advocating violence. I'm not advocating anything. I'm just saying I'm sick and tired of it. I'm tired of the broken system. I'm tired of not being able to enforce my rights anywhere. Because nobody, you know, you can go to your local courthouse and they don't even know their own statutes or codes. You know, come on. Let me finish up the COVID thing here and uh, see if anybody's on the phone line here. Uh, we'll see if hopefully this didn't start over. It didn't good. It's warns next pandemic to target children. And maybe it's next year in the election. Maybe it's the year after that. Maybe it's next week. We'll be sitting here. We're still on air going, gee, isn't it funny? He predicted exactly that, and it happened again. Wow. 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 So there's that big subject. Roger Stone's coming up. Then we're going to have open phones in the second hour ahead of Michael Yon, incredible investigative journalist on the collapsed border, joining us in the third hour. You definitely want to look forward to that critical intel, but we know the enemy. There it is. Bill Gates' next pandemic to target children. They love to brag. It's kind of like uh, a lot of different serial killers, Son of Sam and the Zodiac Killer and others, would write letters to the police taunting them saying what they are going to do. It's the same criminology, same psychology. They love to tell you what they're going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, sold out for more than six months. Our number one best-selling product is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. There's going to be some legal changes now that Title 42 has expired, and I guess they're using Title 8, but, but that's, just, that's just noise, Alex. That's just static on your TV. It's an illegal immigration pipeline. It's a border invasion. We know who's facilitating it. We know who's running it. It's the most obvious scam I've ever seen in the world, and shame on all the people that are saying, yeah, we're going to turn, the, we're gonna turn our head the other way because we're profiting off of this, which you know is a lot of Americans, sadly. A lot of Americans in government, a lot of Americans in the private sector, and now you have Democrats suing. Of course, they're, they're representing the illegal immigrants, though, Alex, but they're suing Republicans who are trying to pass legislation to make it illegal for hotels to be rented out for illegal immigrants, like in New York, where they just kicked out veterans – they kicked out homeless veterans for illegal and people about to have weddings. So, so we're going to come back for a break and talk about this. But, Owen, here's the $60 trillion question, the $64 trillion question. We know whether we went there three years ago, it was basically shut down, or two years ago, wide open, last year, wide open. Where do they all go once they're not in hotels? Same program in Europe. Bring them in, put them in hotels. Where do they go? Where do the children go? Where random people hand babies off at the airport to random NGOs. I mean, the level of this is just mind-blowing. Where do they go? And that's really the big question. Where do they go? Stephen Crowder's North Texas Studios hosted his show today. Great honor to do that. I'm now hosting my broadcast here. Owen Schroyer is back in the Austin, Texas headquarters. He just got back from the border Saturday. Uh, they knocked it out of the park. I have to say, InfoWars was the number one reporting group breaking through what really happened on the border. Uh, just um, tens of millions of views of the work they did, really exposing what's happening. It got picked up and amplified on cable news everywhere else. Uh, so great job. Uh, to the crew for what they did. Uh, but I, I want to put on screen for people an article that just went live on Infowars.com. 
We talk about the whole sexualization of children. Remember, Jocelyn Elders, the nominee to be the Surgeon General of Bill Clinton in 93, said we need to masturbate six-month-old children. Uh, the uh, nursery schools, the hospitals need to touch the children's genitals. Now, that sounded insane back then, but they, the government, literally, they can grab your children's genitals. They can do anything. It's all about power. It's all about jurisdiction. It's, it's, it's all about uh, dominance. It's, it's all about territory. Early childhood masturbation. World Health Organization, the UN, calls for early childhood masturbation for toddlers, encourages questions about gender identity for kids aged four and up. And that's what the schools are doing all over the Western world to wreck your children's minds and destroy their innocence and literally have them form a sexual relationship about their identity with the state. Backlash has ensued following the renewed focus of the World Health Organization on sexuality education. Just a month ago, they filed a report saying children should be able to decide whether to have sex with adults or not. Guidance for schools provide to children as young as four years old. A report by the Daily Mail, the guidance states that children under four should be encouraged to ask questions about sexuality and explore gender identities. This is pure evil. A 68-page report titled Standards for Sexuality Education in Europe, we'll put it on screen for viewers, also calls for supplying information to toddlers about enjoyment and pleasure when touching one's own body, early childhood masturbation. The policy paper also states that kids between four and six should talk about sexual matters and consult their gender identity. That's the state confusing your child with their different gender so they can then mutilate them and sterilize them. The document also asserts that sexuality is present from birth. That's what all these liberals say, oh, my newborn's really a boy or a girl, and they're the other sex. From birth, this is a quote, from birth, babies learn the value of pleasure of bodily contact. This is all pedophilic. Warmth and intimacy. So the mother hugging their baby is, is, is the same as someone having sex with her. Soon after that, they learn it's clean and what is dirty, adding, in other words, they are engaging in sexual education. The WHO told reporters that our guidelines reflect established psychological facts based on decades of research. Trust the science. Take the shot. 5G is good for you. Um, covering the issue, GB News reporter Mark Dolan called the establishment sick and urged the WHO to go to hell. Yeah, Trump pulled out of it. Biden put us back under it. We'll get Mark Dolan clip that's in the article and show that on air. But what I really want to show on air uh, is the link. It's the second link in the third paragraph, the 68-page report titled Standards for Sexuality Education in Europe. Because we don't want to just read you an article and claim that's what it's saying. You need to go to the source document and you need to read that for yourself. So we can put it on screen, please. It is the article titled, WHO Pushes Early Childhood Masturbation for Toddlers, Encourages Questions About Gender Identity for Kids. And then there is the actual UN report in your face. In the last report a month and a half ago, they said that adults having sex with children is good and something we should do. So this is it. There's no doubt we have to protect our children. Public schools, most private schools, they're all overrun. It's all controlled. And this ties into the border where our federal sources, and it's been in the news as well, say 20,000 pedophiles the last two and a half years under Biden have been released to the Texas sector alone, many of them with children, they estimate 30,000. Senate report confirms Obama turned over tens of thousands of children to sexual predators. Now that's expanded under Biden. Trump basically shut it down as much as he could, 95% or more. So this is what this is all about. So they say, oh, be nice to the migrants, be sweet to them. Let them secretly come in. Let them hand off babies to total strangers. 
No, this is giant human trafficking with the Border Patrol, with the federal troops and the National and State Guards under federal control. Owen Schroyer, give us a synopsis and a boil down of your four days at the border and the harrowing information you saw. Well, first off, that World Health Organization report about early childhood masturbation, I, I mean, I can't even believe we're having these conversations now. The things that are wrong with that are so self-evident. And I guess this is what the left does, Alex. It's the same story at the border. I can't believe I have to come on air or stand there at that gate and explain that this is an invasion or explain how Border Patrol in live time is now being used against the American people and for illegal immigration. But yet here we are, Alex, having to explain just that. Now, the sad thing is this is going to happen tonight. It's going to happen tomorrow night. It's going to happen Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. It's not going to stop happening just because our cameras aren't there. It's not going to stop happening just because of this Title 42 hype. This, none of this is going to stop happening. Now, they're arguing that uh, deportations are up and illegal entries are down. But why should we trust them? Why, why should I trust Alejandro Mayorkas? Why should I trust the mainstream media? No, no, our sources have told them upwards of 80% get away, and they never make contact with them. So if they say 4,000 a day at that one checkpoint, it's three, four times that. And if they're arguing that giving them a notice to appear for court four years from now, we're up to the year 2028. I saw one that I think had a 2030 date on it. I, I don't know. The point is none of, none of them no, are going to show 2035. A lot of them are given 2035 days. None of them are going to be showing up to these court dates. It's completely abs absurd. We won't even have a country at this rate. Well, you're not going to show up for your court date. You're not going to show up for your court date in in, uh, in 12 years. Oh, but that's processing them, Alex. That's addressing the problem. Oh, we gave them a court date. We gave them a notice to appear. See, we we're protecting the border. The border is secure. So it's it's happening every night. Just like it was happening every night when we were down there in 2021. And it was the same story every day, every night, 24-7. So, I mean, look, there's going to be some legal changes now that Title 42 has expired, and I guess they're using Title 8. But, but that's, just, that's just noise, Alex. That's just static on your TV. It's an illegal immigration pipeline. It's a border invasion. We know who's facilitating it. We know who's running it. It's the most obvious scam I've ever seen in the world. And shame on all the people that are saying, yeah, we're going to turn, the, we're going to turn our head the other way because we're profiting off of this, which you know is a lot of Americans, sadly. A lot of Americans in government, a lot of Americans in the private sector. And now you have Democrats suing of course, they're they're representing the illegal immigrant. Well, yeah, yeah. I just don't know how much more you can really get into it. You know, you got to so got them crossing over the border. You got the next pandemic coming on. You know, strong here soon. You, you heard it here. You heard it on Infowars. You heard it on uh, the other outlets. Um, the question is, what is everybody sitting around waiting for? I mean, uh, what's everybody doing tomorrow night? What's everybody doing this weekend? Uh, is there mass protests going on? Is there unseating of local governments going on? Is there being recall elections anywhere in this country? What's going on? What is the Patriot community doing? What's going on? Or, are we, or is, what's the Republic doing? Oh, I advise you to go to Republic.org and read the and get on the email list. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, sure. All right. I'll fix everything. Yep. Any callers, press the number one. Anybody, press the number one if you want. 657-383-0616, press the number one. 
and uh, we'll get you here live on the podcast. Uh, I know I had uh, my uh, the other guy; he was on there and he hung up, so the one that was on with me earlier, so he was he didn't want to wait. But that's fine, you know. I can't, you know, schedule the show around that. Um, you know, he was on there anyway. But uh, you know, if you if I'm playing clips and then you leave your mic open and you're playing, you know, playing music in the background or we're disrupting the show, then you know, I, I can't. I got to mute you, mute you, you know. So it's just the way it's got to be. But uh, uh, if, you, if you're just tuning in, I see a couple people that popped in here tonight. If you're just tuning in, uh, we uh, did uh, contact the National Guard, and we did uh, also reach out to a couple uh, congressmen and senators' offices. So uh, now you have to go back and listen to the podcast and check it out for yourself. And uh, tell me what you think, you know, as far as... Uh, you know well, what's going on, but as far as changing the platform is, well, I'll talk about that here. I don't see any callers put their hands up. Well, what? Just somebody just put their hand up. Hopefully, this is who I think it is. Go ahead, go ahead, private caller. Hey, hey, Joe, it's John Doe. John Doe. All right. I think I got another private caller too. Let's see who this is. All right. Yes, who's this? Yes, Sergeant. How you doing, there, All Joe? right. I just want to make sure I got to two, uh, you know, not two trolls. So, John Doe, you're first. Go ahead, man. I got Sarge on with you, too. Go ahead. Yay. Hey, Sarge. Hey, John. What's hey. the mystery there, Mr. Doe? I just <laughs> wanted to remind I wanted to remind you that, you know, Montana Joe's doing his new show tomorrow night with uh, host Lori Ann from the Lucid Libertarian. She's also on Blog Talk Radio. And, but anyway, his show tomorrow, yeah, Montana Joe's doing his first show, Getting Back Started Again. That's Blog Talk Radio, Conservative Nation Media. The call-in number is 646-478-5284, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, tomorrow night. Again, 646-478-5284. Blog Talk Radio forward slash Conservative Nation Media, and he wants people with solutions, and he wants us to be brief and pretty thorough. Otherwise, he's going to boot us off. So uh, yeah. we're going to see yeah. how it's going to go. Well, I got him bookmarked, so I'm going to be over there to meet him. Yeah, I think he'll have quite a following there in the beginning. But uh, if he starts booting people off, he won't get much. He won't get very far. <laughs> you know. Yep, yeah, exactly. Well, the country's never been in greater peril than it is now, so... Oh, well, it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm frustrated, Sarge. And by the way, when I say never in greater peril, I'm including that little dust-up in the mid-19th century. Yeah. Yeah. I got 305 here, too, who wants to jump in the loop here, so let's see what they... I got three years. I'll have three years, so let's go 305 here. Go ahead. Hey, brother. Hey, hey, gang! It's oh, Mike. Oh, yeah, it's Mike. Uh, I was wondering where he's been. How you been doing? You've been missing yeah, yeah. the big shows. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, today I I left early this morning to go with my dad out to his camp out in the Everglades with a friend of my dad's and my son's. He's a fire captain with the fire department in Hollywood, Florida, and he went out and we were mowing the lawn around the camp out in the woods. A nice place my dad has out there. Um, you know, that's that's yeah. our bug out if things go to hell. But um, yeah, but yeah. Um, I got Josh on the other line with me as well. Josh from Wisconsin, he had just called me. So, um, you know, I was just driving back home, and, and when Josh called, it reminded me, oh, man, the show was tonight. So sorry I'm calling in late. 
but that's to, the, all right. to the man that yeah, to, I want to make a comment quickly on the man that was speaking earlier before Sarge. Um, he says they're looking for solutions. As you know, um, I, it made me realize, knowing what I'm going to say, that I wish I was not the founder and the creator of the RighteousArmy.org. That way, when I say all the answers are at RighteousArmy.org, it would have more credibility. But when you're the founder of it, you know, then, you know, like, oh, yeah, this guy thinks his website's the thing. It's not about me. It's not about my website. It's about the fact that I was inspired absolutely by the creator, God Almighty, at 3 a.m. to get up and publish everything that's on that site. It is the only way. All the solutions are on that site, RighteousArmy.org, and that's what we all must follow because it's simply the fact that all of us who are of like mind on issues that can be labeled, you know, center to right, conservative, Christian, patriot, truther, all of us who are of like mind opposed to the New World Order, One World Government, transsexual, transgenderism, LGBT, A to Q, Z to Q agenda that's being you know, pushed into society, the things that we agree upon, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, you know, God's Word, all of us who are of like mind on those things, we must organize in small pods, in small armies, if you will, in small groups um, of, of 20s and 30s and 50s and 100s in our cities, in our counties, in our states, and be connected via radio, via uh, cell phone, via email, um, you know, where we all are all in, in, in organized and united, city to city, county to county, to state to state. We must do that. And why there's such a slow uh, move or effort on people to take that initiative to do that plan is beyond me, but that is the solution. It's the only solution. Um, and it's one whereby we can all be following the same path for God's word, God's law, common law, um, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, supporting one another and being there for one another. If we had something like that going, I think like the internet going, bit us, Mike. You, I think the internet bit us in the rear end because we have we have more of a national connection than we do a local connection. So it kind of got us there a right. little bit, you know. Hmm. Well, yeah, that, it's a helpful tool, but people need to realize that they need to start being leaders in their local communities and all the leaders need to unite and organize and all the leaders need to start recruiting other people of like mind in their community to, to I agree. Uh, Joe, uh, you're asking for solutions, correct? Which is army. I don't care if there's other groups doing the same, but then we need to connect with them and they need to connect with us. I agree. Well, Joe, you're asking for solutions, correct? That's right. Go ahead. Bring them. I think we can all agree that whatever solutions we have in mind for the United States in its current state of disrepair and decay, I think the best way to resolve them is to do it without undue turmoil and violence. And the best way, the traditional way, to have that done has been through elections. But we can see now with the release of this Dunham report that and he was doing everything he could to not overstate the case. He was definitely understating the case. But if you read at all between the lines, the deep state and the three-letter bureaucratic agencies didn't just put a thumb on the scale of the elections. They put kettlebells on them. I mean kettlebells. We now see the extent of what they did in order to undermine the Trump presidency, not only his campaign, but his presidency. We see the things they did to curtail it's short-circuit investigations into Hillary conduct malfeasance and criminal conduct, 
and we can see now that our first priority, well, maybe simultaneous priorities, is to stopping this invasion on the border and dealing with election integrity. And I, we can notice I haven't even mentioned Dominion voting machines. In fact, I don't plan to mention Dominion voting machines. They stole that election in a myriad of ways, almost none of which were significant. At, oh, and in fact, Dominion fails into insignificant since compared to the ways that they actually stole the election. I think the invasion on the border has to be stopped. And second of all, election integrity has got to be restored. They cannot steal an election again like What's they did this last time. Five states. Remember, they stole it in five states with 44,000 votes. Sarge, who's this guy in the chat room, New Orleans, wake up. I'm talking to the host. I can't get into the chat room for some reason. I'm blocked out. So my question is, by restoring the republic, does that mean restoring racist segregation laws, even restore chattel slavery of black people? Does it mean referring to white nationalists as American patriots, as Senator Tuberville has said? The only people I know of that are speaking of segregation today in public. The only people I know of are the Black Panthers. Are people that are identified with the progressive left that want safe spaces and our own spaces for people of color. I don't know of any white people publicly discussing, and I don't know what they discuss behind closed doors. The only people I know discussing about self-segregation now are largely black people. So, and even if they are, there are certain things that are public accommodations, according to the Supreme Court and the 14th Amendment of the United States, that make such conduct and actions illegal. Now, if we're going to keep having a lawless government like we have now, a government that is absolutely lawless like Joe Biden, not enforcing the immigration law on the border, I would suppose that the Department of Justice might choose not to enforce anti-discrimination law and the 14th Amendment, too. But if they are true to their oath and their fidelity to faithfully execute the laws, they will not allow uh, mandated segregation in public accommodations. Now, next, let's go back to chattel slavery. Again, sir, the 13th Amendment still exists. It has not been repealed. Again, it is unlawful and unconstitutional to enslave anyone chattelly, that means in which a state of slavery in which you were born, it is illegal and unconstitutional to do so. Now, we're going to be lawless, as this Biden administration is. I suppose a lawless administration could reinstitute chattel slavery. But again, that would be illegal and unlawful. And again, the only way you can enslave yourself today is to commit a crime, commit a crime, and then be judged by a, through whatever means of due process of law, you have in your state or your local agency, they'd get in prison. And by the way, I don't know of any jurisdiction in the United States, even though constitutionally they are allowed to, I don't know of any jurisdiction in the United States that requires any prisoners to work anymore. There are no more chain gangs unless they're there voluntarily working outside. Nobody forces a prisoner to work. Most prisoners decide they want to work to relieve the boredom and to get some kind of income. 
Okay, because yep. every state pays admittance, maybe, but they pay them. What's Josh think? What's Josh do? What's Josh's, but, Josh's I mean, my uh, solution? I, I, get this, I get this kind hey, of rhetorical Joe. nonsense every time we talk about the Constitution and the Republic, and they respond with some absurd questions like that. Does that mean going back blah, blah, blah? I know, well, I that know. means that we'll be lawless hey, if you do, provided they don't repeal the 14th Amendment or all the laws that protect you against slavery and discrimination. If we become a lawless country like Joe Biden, all right, John Doe, John Doe, John Doe wants to say something. Yeah, I suppose something. that could happen. John Doe, go ahead, yeah, John Doe. I was gonna, yeah, uh, Joe, you might have heard of uh, New Orleans Wake Up, Brother Warren. For, he probably learned about your show from American Statesman. He calls in. He's a, he's more left, but he usually is respectful and has decent conversations, even though he doesn't agree with you. He's kind of a pan-African supporter like uh, Mandela Khan. But, I mean, he, I've always heard him stand up for his principles and treat, you know, talk to other people with respect. So have him call in. He's, he'll make yeah. you think. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's welcome to call in. They know the number, 657-383-0616. Anybody can call in. Thanks for that, John Doe. But uh, how about Josh? What's Josh say? Josh is very knowledgeable, and he's been around the Patriot community for a long time. What's his? He agrees that, hey, nothing's really going to get fixed anyway in the Republic, and we're lost. But what's his solution? What's your solution, Josh? <clears throat> You there, Josh? Josh, I show him being on the line with me. Um, well, maybe he's not there anymore. That's okay. He was there. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll drop him and try to call him back. I'm actually driving that's into fine. my park right now. Yeah, that's fine. That's I understand. Probably, it's all right. But yeah, this, uh, the one, that's fine, yeah. If I do, I'll call back in. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Well, this guy says, then why do you guys support Confederate generals and their descendants today as American heroes? Many conservative constitutionalists want to eliminate the 13th and 14th Amendment. Look, what's history, history, our history is our history, man. Why can't I, why can't Confederate generals be heroes? Why can't they? You know, why? Well, well, why does Michael Jordan oh. got to be a hero for some people? Maybe I think he's racist. You know, that I, means I, I all the entire, you know. Uh, Joe, Joe, I answered again in the chat room. I said, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Confederacy was composed of Democrats. I despise Democrats. But it's also impossible to ignore the military excellence of Confederate generals like Nathan Bedford Forrest, the Wizard in the Saddle, Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee, and other others. Now, yeah, there was a lot of political shenanigans involved in naming military forts for these Confederate generals. They also happen to be militarily excellent as well. Their campaigns are still studied at West Point for a reason, because they were militarily excellent. It has nothing to do with wanting to restore the Confederacy any more than it has to do with studying the blitzkrieg tactics of Erwin Rommel or Heinz Guderian. The Army still studies those, too. So that's no, no, right? I don't. Well, hang on, no, wait, guys, no, no. Do you believe that black people should admire Confederate generals? No, people should believe whatever way they want to believe. People I can believe admire who they want to believe, but that doesn't uh, mean you can tell, tell me I should the admire truth. them. You know, uh, actually, to tell you the truth, whether he wants to admit it or not, there was a great deal admired by General Robert E. Lee. Whether he wants to admit it, now again, he wasn't perfect oh, anymore yeah. than Martin Luther King was. But both men were admirable in their way. 
I mean, the man literally went through West Point and didn't get a single demerit. That's a record. But this is, what stars, this is the problem, though. Up. If you like Confederates, you're a racist. But it's okay for them to like, for, for blacks or whatever or the other side to like who they like. But that's well, okay. And if you don't like it, you're a racist. He's trying to bully us. He's trying yeah. to bully you. He's trying mm-hmm. to tell you you're not allowed to have certain thoughts. And if you do, yeah, you're a exactly. bad person. I mean, it wants to act as though some of these Confederate generals were not admirable as individual human beings. He wants to pretend that there's nothing about them we should admire or even respect. And that's yeah. impossible to do if you know anything about them. Any more than you yeah. admire every Union general. This is ridiculous. That's right. I mean, this it argument is. is so vapid and puerile. I don't know why these people get these arguments. Honest to God, I don't know. I know. They but really that's are the, silly. That's the rooting silly yeah, but that's the core of their why. argument, though, really. You know, that's how they divide the people in the community. That's what why. they do. I mean, you know, it's, it's really ridiculous. I, and honest to God, it is. I mean, it's. But look, like I said, you know, empty look. Damn, people people have, I mean, what are we going to say? Look, uh, uh, Count Klaus von Stauffenberg fought for, uh, for the Third Reich. And he got decorated fighting for the Third Reich. He also led the plot to assassinate Adolf Hitler. He was a Catholic and a humanitarian. He was a very admirable, admirable man, despite the fact that he fought for the Third Reich. Okay? Let's stop being simplistic yeah. about life well, that, Yeah, yeah. Well, this is People how they brainwash the children. People are much more complex than reducing yeah, go ahead, Mike. the stereotypes of any type. Hang on, Sarge. Mike wants to say something. He's in the background there. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, as I'm listening, you guys are both making good points, but, I, I mean, I'm, as I'm listening, it's, I'm thinking to myself, man, they're – you know, I mean, Sarge said it. I mean, he, he asked the question, you know, why do people get into these ridiculous arguments? Well, here, here's the answer. And, and you guys are kind of falling into it. I'm telling you, everything, everything. You said it last week, Joe. Is everything a PSYOP? Yes, everything's a PSYOP. Who funded the Civil War? Who funded every war? Who funded every war since the Napoleonic Wars of 1803 to 1815 to the current day? The New World World Government Agenda Regime. Same people. They fund both sides, and they recreate history. Nobody really knows who Hitler really was. They only know the painted picture and, and the images and the movie versions of who that man was and what World War One and World War Two was about in Germany and Russia. They don't know the truth, and they won't unless they watch Europa, The Last Battle. Then they'll know the truth. It's the same yeah. as the Civil War and Confederacy, right? Look at the flags. The flags, the Confederate flag, the actual symbol for it, is a beautiful symbol that represents blood and honor and glory. It has there, there's purpose and meaning to the particular stripes and colors well, and stars that are on that flag. Are you talking about the body blue flag? Same, or are you same, talking about on, battle same, flag? Same, hold on, hold on. Same thing with with the swastika. It comes from India and it means peace and it means love. It's a great symbol. So the people that 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 create the psyops are the ones that create the wars, and they're the ones that are trying to create and establish their new world order, one world government agenda, and they're using America as their tool to do it. They're using the, the U.S. military as their tool to do it. Look at all the soldiers <clears throat> who have been maimed going, going to useless, worthless wars under the guise that they're fighting. But for what about country. the ultimate question, Mike? Never fought for what about country. the ultimate question? What about the ultimate question? And I get into this all the time. What is what, what, look? We're here on Earth temporarily. We got those two dates: our start date and our end date on our tombstone. And what we do in between determines where we spend eternity. Right? 
that's what they say. So what's eternity? Where is eternity? What's 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 sort of the right way to believe when it comes to spirituality and God and and what and that will determine how we act here on earth really. You know, because what we if we believe the wrong way, we act like idiots and we kill you know, and, and wrong doctrine can lead us and steers us to not live the proper way in our creator's eyes. So what's the right way? You know, what's the right belief? Is there life after death? Where do we go? You know, a soul, a body. Well, people say, you know, the Bible and then God and, and heaven and heaven is real. And okay, that's fine, but you've got to have faith. There's no real physical proof or definite proof other than the Bible. And then the testimony that people gave you thousands of years ago, man, you know, uh, stories change over time. Uh, is God powerful enough to preserve his word? I say he is. You know, I don't understand why he preserved it the way he did because it could be corrupted by man so easily. You know, I don't understand that, why he would preserve it that way, you know. But but at the same time, you know, what, what's the ultimate goal here in the end game answer? And I got into a big debate with a friend of mine. I think I see his number up here, too, uh, uh, about the country and the republic and laws. And, and, and you know, we, 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 it's a good thing to have laws because you know, governments were created to restrain sin, he says. Uh, uh, I wish I don't buy that. Governments are not re- created to restrain sin. Governments are created to enforce the, uh, to ensure and guarantee the rights of the people. At least this government was the Constitution. Uh, to see, you know, that's why a republic. But, but. We, I disagree with him on those aspects of, of, you know, laws and whatnot. We don't need laws. We we have a right to self-govern ourselves. You know, uh, 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 you know, I, I just don't believe in those, the all these codes and statutes that we have. It's the law. Like I got that code enforcement letter in the mail. It's the law. He tells me it's not the law. Uh, anybody well, want to comment on that? Well, Joe, yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, Joe. We are not going to be able to restore this country by the peaceful methods that the Constitution grants to us if we do not do something to ensure election integrity. We're not going to be able to do it. We, we have to have morality. Every have election. I've lost Mike here. I've lost Mike. Every election if we don't yep. do it. I know. And You've got to have when, when 504s on happens, here, too. Wait a minute. If they foreclose the option for peaceful transfer of power, I want you to tell me, Joe, what is the alternative? But we've got to have morality, Sarge. We've got to have morality then. We've got to have morality. You well, can't do anything without God. Is. The law is an expression of morality, and the law says that elections should have integrity. Okay, Sarge, but how are you going to have integrity when you have a godless nation? Well, we you may know? not be able to have it, and that means there will be no peaceful transfer of power. <laughs> that means we either submit to tyranny and corruption, or the alternative is too awful to contemplate. I'm not going to say it, but you know what it is. Yeah, I know. All right. So you know, there's no thing we're going to have. So it's going to be one or the other. Ah. You know, these questions are, you know, these are the main questions of our society today. We're at a breaking point. We have got to examine ourselves and identify what the problem is. Otherwise, these battles, they've been talked out already. They've been discussed. We've gone. We've fought over them. We're fighting over them. And wars have been fought over them. So we've got to come to the conclusion and find out, look, God is real. There is a God. And we have to eliminate these the narratives of the corruption within our religious institutions and, and these phony people out there that are preaching, these people that, that are corrupting the Word of God, corrupting the, uh, the, the uh, God that created us, our Creator. Because well, obviously, what, I mean, there Joe, has to be a Creator. I know, Joe. But, I tell you what, I implore you to read the Durham report. 
Yes, it is. it does not go far enough. But what it reveals is the tip of an enormous iceberg involving corruption and election theft by the, by the deep state and the three-letter government agencies. It's all there in the report. All of it laid out, names, places, dates, people, times. It's not a narrative. It is very, very specific. I urge every American to read it so we can have an understanding of what we're up against if we want to have a peaceful alternative for a transfer of power. Okay. Right, well, that's that's just uh, that's just good, Sarge. Five oh four. You've been waiting there quietly. What's on your mind? Yeah, this is uh, Brother Warren, host of New Audience Wake Up. Uh, I am currently in New York. I'll be in New York for at least the next two weeks. Uh, I'll be attending my nephew's graduation from West Point on the twenty seventh. Um, I. Uh, here in my cousin's apartment here in Brooklyn, Fort Greene, and uh, just uh, having a busy day-to-day trying to find something to listen to and listening to uh, one of the so-called conservative shows. Now, whenever I hear people talk about restoring the republic, what comes to my mind, based off my experience living in this country, uh, is that that's a cold word to bring back the good old days of segregation and enslavement. Every white person I've ever known that used the Confederate flag, because, see, I'm from the Deep South. I'm from New Orleans in Louisiana. And the Confederate flag, as used in the Deep South, is a not-so-subtle message to black people about how they feel about you. And so when I hear people uh, who defend Confederate generals and the Confederate cause, then I already know what side that they for now Sarge could spin it any way he wants to spin it but you're talking to a real black person here on the line who lived in America and experienced the black experience I don't know who Sarge is or, or what type of indoctrination he's had or a lobotomy was given on him but <laughs> I'm telling you what's real and how we the overwhelming majority of black people perceive your support of Confederates the Confederate flag, and other things you would like to see restored to the Republic. Okay, now you've heard me speak a lot. Have you ever in your life heard me express open support either for the Confederate battle flag or the Bonnie Blue flag that actually represented the Confederacy? Because the Confederate battle flag was a military flag that you could see when the smoke got heavy, when they were shooting black powder weapons, and the smoke got so bad they needed a brightly colored banner so you could rally and realign your troops when the skirmish lines got messed up. The Bonnie Blue flag was what actually represented the Confederacy. But of course, he probably wouldn't me. know that because he didn't know much about history. I can tell. Listen, listen to me, young man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, hold on, Joey, because he made a lot of he made a lot of strikes directly at me. Now, see, he's the authentic black man. See, oh, Not absolutely. On, on this line, on this line, I am. He doesn't consider me to be an authentic black man. I'm a black man who experienced and saw Jim Crow. I'm old enough. Well, I saw the white and colored drinking fountains when I visited my relatives in Texas and Arkansas and Louisiana. And they warned me, because the memories of Emmettville were still fresh in their minds, how not to behave around white women so I wouldn't wind up like him. I was a victim of mobs that beat me when my 
my neighborhood was racially integrating on the south side of Chicago, Roseland Heights, into the Roseland community, because I lived in Roseland Heights. Any one of newly emergent middle-class black people moving into Roseland, uh, Roseland from Roseland Heights. And we dared to venture across the Dan Ryan Expressway into the white neighborhood. We regularly got beaten up by white gangs of young, young white boys. So nobody's got to tell me about racial discrimination and hatred. It was imprinted on my body by people's fists. But I don't care about that, sir. I care about transcendent objective truth. Because that isn't true of most white people. Most white people don't behave that way. I had my life saved by my white brothers in battle. I've had my life saved by my colleagues on the police force. I've seen all kinds of nobility from white people along with the bad. You, sir, on the other hand, tend to focus on the worst elements of human nature because possibly that says something more about you than it does about me. Well, Sarge, apparently, just like you have transsexuals, you are transracial. You are a black person who feels like a white person. So I think you should have rights, too, like the transsexuals. Well, I don't think what but you I'm, do, sir, but I'm is born, what anything I'm, I'm, you I'm, you I'm, feel to recognize humanity. You're not I'm even born, a human. I'm, you're not even a human. You're talking to a, you, you're you're a, racialist, talking to a real sir. black man. You're yeah, I'm not a transracial person. Categories, <laughs> and as far as you're concerned, there's nothing else to know about them. They're simply racial categories. They're groups because you and your ilk believe in class warfare. Dialectical materialism is the method to progress. Class warfare is strike. That's the way we progress, and we're all little little honeybees in little class warfare hives. And you ain't fooling me. You're not fooling anybody anymore with this racist talk. We've seen the other side of your face. You ain't a one-eyed jack. We've seen the other side of your face now. Well, I, I tell you, well, these transracials are really upset and confused. Well, and let me angered. ask you this from Brooklyn. What do you think about reparations? Do you think uh, black people should receive reparations? Well, I, I, I think black people are definitely owed a debt. I don't see how anybody who's done an honest <laughs> study of American history shouldn't think well, that blacks are owed a debt. Why? Why would a you be debt, owed a debt? A debt, so a, debt for, a debt for at least two centuries of free labor. You didn't suffer during those two centuries. You didn't run a slave during those two centuries of slavery. You don't know. You don't. You don't know what my. No, no, you haven't walked in my shoes. You haven't walked in my shoes, sir. I'm talking about these you people. You haven't walked in my shoes. He's got the Joshua, suffering by us both. Let me ask him a question. Let me ask him a concrete question. Okay, sir, you want reparations, all right? I get it, Brother Warren. You want reparations. Let me ask you a question. What is your... I understand that you're going to try... If you can get it, you'll browbeat people, you'll extort them, you'll demagogue them, and you'll intimidate them into giving you some dough. But I'd like to ask you, you've got to go to court to get this money. What is your legal and constitutional basis for doing it, or does it matter? Well, 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 first of all, you didn't let me finish my point answering the question. I said, yes, I believe black people in the United States, in the Caribbean, in Latin America, including Brazil, including the continent of Africa, are owed a debt for making others wealthy. Now, how is that measured? I don't have an answer to that question. 
do I think a check or a certain amount of payment would solve the problem? Absolutely not. But I do think, I do believe, based off my understanding of the historical record and the documentation in my own family that I have, that we're owed a debt. Have you ever seen your people sold like property and seen the yes. price put on them? Have you seen their yes. names listed in the wheels and probate yeah, records? Yeah, why don't you check down to the southern border? You can see it going on right now. Exactly. Why don't you yeah, wake you know. up and see the enslavement <laughs> going on on the southern border? Or maybe in Mauritania. You want to check that well, out, well, maybe? Well, 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 as it relates to the republic, oh, well, let's focus, well, let's focus on let's focus on this republic you guys want to restore, okay? So Notice this you didn't republic, this republic, this republic, because that's the title, that's the title of this, years this show. Go ahead, all right, yeah, so you what's see, the republic? That's, 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 You're offended by that's, the republic. That's, that's, that's what you trans do. You can't let a real... That's one thing I've noticed about you. You just ignore it and move on to the next question. That was that doesn't even answer the point. You asked me about question about slavery. There's enslavement going on on the southern border right now. There's slavery going on in Africa and Mauritania and in the Middle East right now. Not from 158 year, years ago in the old South, and you choose to ignore it and move on to something else. Well, because else. because I'm focusing on the republic that you guys want to restore. Let's take well, no, you you're you're still in place. With the 13th and the 14th amendments still in place. In order to repeal it, you've got to get three fourths of the states to vote to repeal it. Do you and think a, that's and probably? A good, and a great number of people of your thinking. Do and a great number of people. Could you put could you put Sarge on mute, please? Could you put Sarge on mute? Hang on, Sarge. Hang on, Sarge. Hang on, Sarge. Hang on. Let's 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 go ahead. Let make your point. Go ahead about the republic. Go ahead. Then then let yeah, whoever well, else, well, let someone else jump in. Go ahead. I, I believe I believe you guys refer to yourselves also as constitutional conservatives. And listening listening to quite a few people on this platform called Blog Talk who consider themselves constitutional conservatives, one being Pianchi, they believe the 13th and 14th Amendments should be appealed. In fact, they believe all amendments after the 10th Amendment should be gotten okay, away Can I answer that? The 14th sure. Amendment has not just – well, well, I don't know what you feel about the 14th Amendment, but the 14th Amendment actually enslaved all the American people. Okay? The 14th mm-hmm. Amendment was actually should never have had, 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 had happened. Okay. Could you refer me to a source so I could learn more about that point that you're making about the 14th Amendment? Well, you, well, you won't read any of the sources because you think that way it has an agenda, but you would have to go to your website. Could you share with me a legal scholar's viewpoint that you are uh, supporting on that point? I'll share with you some sources as it relates to the Constitution and uh, aspects of it. But I'm, you know, the, that's the first time I've heard the, what you said. Go to the righteousarmy.org, and then what's the other one, like okay. bigvirushoax.com, and you, all your information will be there. <laughs> all the information will be there. Many, 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 many months and documents and of research and history will be there that you can look, that okay. you can look up. Okay. Okay. 
So now you give me your well, you know, you know what he, the little proviso he put in there. He said you got to go to a legal scholar because we don't. We need a high priest to do this. I don't let need me, a high priest. Let me refer you to. Hang on, I got another call here. Hang on, hang on. I got. Hang on, guys, Legal high scholars that believe the Constitution is a living, breathing document. So you know, guys, I don't have much faith in the idea of your idea of legal scholars that will interpret the Constitution for us like some sort of holy writ. All right, guys, let me bring this caller in, please. 203, go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. Interesting All right, we can bring a little quiet time for a minute here. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just, I'm just curious, a little breather time for the gentleman. Make excellent points. But I'm just curious, has anybody uh, considered the white slaves that were brought over from Europe during the plague? Hey, hey the, Joe. By, uh, excuse me, let me finish my point. Hey, I'm Joe. Yep, yeah, go ahead. Hang on. Uh, you know, has Joe, it's Mike. Has yeah, anybody can you give me an opportunity to speak there, Mike? Uh, Joe, um, I yes, I yes. Took a minute to get. Yes. Sure, hang on. Let Peter I finish just, asking his questions, and you then you can have at it. Okay, go ahead, Peter. Ask your questions. Yeah, I'm just one. Yeah, okay. Let him finish well, asking many, his questions, and then Mike, you'll be the first one to respond. Go ahead, Peter. Many, many, many thousands of white children whose parents died in the plague were sold into white slavery and brought to the United States and and were used as slaves. And I get reparations if it's were my relatives. Now, that's, a, what excellent, about, that's an excellent point. Hang, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, Mike gets the answer first. Go ahead, Mike. Let's, let's, let's keep Yeah, well, I, I, call, I brought in my brother Dan because Dan, um, the, the gentleman that was speaking a moment, a moment ago, our black brother there, was it was – you know, making his points and said, you know, where's your, your legal scholars and he could bring in his legal scholars. So I just brought on somebody who could be, you know, like it to a legal, legal scholar, which is basically he, he's going to address the fact that the simple fact of the matter is the United States of America was built by white people for white people. It was a white Christian nation and the whole new world order, one world government agenda that's endeavoring to take over the entire world has exploited the blacks. They've exploited the Chinese. They've exploited the Indians. So there's a whole bunch of people that would be due reparations and white people included. But I want to let Dan go ahead and make a comment. He's got great insights regarding, um, you know, things that come right out of the Federalist Papers and the Constitution uh, and, and who the Constitution was written to. So to answer Peter's question, whites do deserve uh, reparations too. Okay. All right. Go ahead there, Dan. Go ahead, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, well, real quick, the two things that come to mind right away is go to Federalist Paper Number 2, written by John Jay. It makes it very clear that the Founding Fathers and all their organic documents, when they talked about, for instance, all men are created equal, they were talking about European people that were coming here. Okay, again, Federalist Paper Number 2 makes that crystal clear. Supreme Court decisions clear up until the late 1800s, many years past the end of the Civil War. Supreme Court decisions came down when people who were non-white brought matters before the Supreme Court. Their cases were thrown out because they were told they had no standing before the court because they were not white. The Constitution was applied to white people. The constitutional rights applied to white people. Citizenship until the 1960s was only for European Americans. We had no That's quotas right. for non-white people coming into this country until Jacob Javits and his little band of merry men changed our immigration policy in 1965. 
and Ted Kennedy was their mouthpiece. He was the Shabazz Goy that they used to make it look like it was his idea, but Jacob Javits and his little band of uh, Jewish henchmen in Washington destroyed our immigration policy starting in the mid-1960s. And I want to piggyback on what Dan just said real quick. Uh, And everything he said is I want to make it clear. This isn't like, uh, you know, anything that's opposed to blacks. Frankly, the, the, the Negro black race of people, they should have their entire nations back in Africa. That's their land. They, they deserve it. They should have full glory and honor with their own lands, uh, just as the Chinese have their lands. And the Indians got screwed over in the America worse than the blacks ever did. The, the American Indians got it worse than anybody, and this was their land. Now, to say this was their land, however, also goes back to the fact that I – I can claim, my family can claim to be as Native as a Native American Indian because my family came here in the 1600s before the United States of America ever existed. So if people had their foot on this soil, it was just people walking, going. There are many people who have traversed around the world, you know, and ended up in different nations and different, you know, in dealing with different peoples. There's nothing wrong with that. But by and large, the nations were the nations, and they had their chiefs, they had their chieftains, they had their government, they had their order, they had their way. So the point that Dan is making is because America was inhabited by, by Native Indians who, got, who, frankly, did get screwed over, it was nonetheless, as I mentioned earlier, the United States of America is the cookie-cutter food stamp for the New World Order, One World Government um, yeah, yeah, but hang on, Mike. Mike, Peter, Peter says, can I, can I, Peter can I address, says, can I address the white slavery issue? Hang on, hang on, hang on, time out, time out. I want to address the white slavery issue. All right, but can hang on, one second. Though. Yes, you can, but give me one second, though. Hang on. Peter says, okay. and he's a theo- I have a theology, do- I have a, a theology professor here that's on the line also, and he has do- two doctrines. Uh, I forget which in philosophy. I think it's something else. World religions. Uh, he says that there, that the race, race is not what God. It, I forgot how he says it, but race is. He, Jesus didn't come here, or God doesn't care about race. There's only one race, and that's the human race. That's what statement he made to me. Now. I know Dan's going to disagree with that, or, or, or Peter, you maybe, if I'm saying it wrong, you can jump right in here, but uh, you back up what you say. But, Dan, well, what do you have to say about that? Or, Mike, I know you're both knowledgeable on that, and then the other gentleman can say something. Go ahead. That's, that's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Okay. Why? Period. I mean, science doesn't support that. None of the organic documents support that. The philosophers, the theologians for 1,500 years don't support that. Where in the hell anybody gets that idea? I have no idea. One okay, of the greatest on, black men in, <laughs> wait, one of the greatest black men in American history doesn't agree with that. There's a great okay, video of okay, Muhammad okay. Ali speaking on behalf of I, racial, I, I, theory, I racial identity, racial integrity. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, the point I want to address the white slavery the creator, issue quickly, please. Hang on, let the, yeah. let, the, let the gentleman say something about white slavery. Go ahead, that obviously offends yeah, him. Go I ahead, want, I want to say, I want to say, I want to say, number one, yes, they were white slaves, but what legal date did white slavery was eliminated? We know 1865, black enslavement was eliminated. So what legal document? Number two, show me the plantation homes where the white slaves worked. Number three, white slaves did get reparations. It's called being classified as white and having privileges over people classified as black. The gentleman just came on the line and told you the legal documents where citizenship was just for white people, no black. Don't hang up anybody because you won't get me back in. Anything like that. So, 
So, so, so, so the question about white slavery, what was the historic date that white slaves were emancipated and set free? We know when it happened for okay, 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 that's a date. Okay, 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 that's what you, okay, you got your question, Peter. Do you want to answer that or someone else want to answer that? Uh, uh, I would like to answer the question that was raised about the 14th <laughs> Amendment. Okay, hang on, no, Peter, I want, yeah, this, I want Peter to say something. Go ahead, Peter. Thanks, there, Peter. All right, maybe he doesn't want to say anything. I don't know. Let me, let me okay. answer. Well, there was, was a question raised about the 14th Amendment and what was wrong with it and whether or not it involved a breach or a break from many of the principles in the, in the original Constitution. And we already had a due process established in the Fifth Amendment, which says that you may not have your life, liberty, or property taken from you without due process of law. But the 14th Amendment... It, um, uh, brought something new in. It brought in a, a a a form of due process that many people considered corruptive, called substantive due process, which has been the which frankly has been the subject of much mischief involving rights and state power, and in particular they say it upsets the balance of power between the branches of the government and gives undue power to the courts to decide what is constitutional and what is actually due process rights. You didn't have a concept called substantive due process until the 14th Amendment. And there okay, is okay, an sorry. argument to be had about that. Okay. All right, Dan and can Mike. I, I want Dan and Mike. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, yeah, Mike. Go I ahead. Want Dan to back on. Just uh, turn out to be long-winded, though. Go ahead. I want, yeah, I want Dan to piggyback on me, but the bottom line is let's clear up this thing about, about white privilege. White privilege only applies to the so-called elitists because there's a whole hell of a lot of poor white people out there that are just as poor as any black person, and there's a lot of white people out there that are just as much of a sure. slave. So this sure. white privilege sure. crap – hang on, hold on, finish. hold on. This, 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 this white privilege crap is being spread as a net of, over all, all white people when it only applies to the damn elites, and most of those are Jews to begin with. But, Go ahead, sir, but sir, the most violent whites were working-class whites who fought against school desegregation, they beat up blacks, they lynched blacks, they came by the thousands as a sport. So white you were able to commit murder yeah, let me, with let no being let held me, let me the law. To dwell in the past, aren't you? When is that happening today? Let Mike answer that. He's being accused of a crime here. I want to answer back to that. Because... I want to answer back to that because my black brother, you are my brother. I love black people. I love all races. I love all decent, good people, no matter what the color of their skin or their race, okay? But this whole thing is because of the New World Order, One World Government regime, okay, which, again, we can go into a whole, you know, Dan can elaborate exactly on who and what they are, okay, um, which I want to let him do. But the point is that this forced amalgamation is what even caused a lot of that violence that you're talking about because there was a bunch of white people that they don't want they don't hate blacks but they don't want to be integrated with them and they have every right to but, feel that but way. you murder you committed murder and terrorism where is you that going on in the united terrorism. states in 2023 okay what is the case what is the case in the past 150 100 years ago in 20 Sorry, I'm trying to have a conversation. Could you please be quiet, please? No, sir, you don't want to answer tough questions. That's your problem. You, you are... <laughs> I mean, you're determined to live in 1868. Those white dogs... Right, right, I can't, 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 I
guys, 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 guys. You, know, you can't have everybody talking over each other. Let Dan you know, tell us who is in charge of this new world order. You've got to stop letting him get away with Go that. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Well, well Dan. first Go ahead, Dan. of all, the, 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 the euphemism new, new World Order Cabal is just talking about the Zio communists and their plan to rule the world. They plan on ruling over all races. And they want, they want the blacks to fight the whites, to fight the yellows, to fight the browns, while they hide in the background and get away with murder. So that's, that's the new world order for you there. And, and second sure. of all, the, the whole idea, uh, and Mike was right, the, the violence came about because the government stepped in and forced integration. It was, it was a local matter up until that point. Everybody got along. I grew up in a, a community. We had a, a black section of town. We had a white section of town. Everybody got along. There was no problem. The point of it is we all segregate because that's our nature. When I lived in Toledo, Ohio, the, the Polish people lived in one section. The Hungarian people lived in another section. The German True. people lived in another section. That's just the natural way we are. We like to be around sure, our own people. Sure. It's so, none of the sure. goddamn government business that where republic, we go. That, see, that's the republic you want back. No, we don't. I don't want that republic back because that republic was based on racial segregation. You're the one living in the black people were designated. Where black people were designated inferior positions. They had no rights under the law. Any white could beat or do anything to them with with impunity. So no, I don't want to go that's back. That's not what he's saying. About this. That's no, because, he's that's going. He's living in a time machine. I don't know what's First of all, that's, that's his saying. fantasy. He can have it wherever, whatever way he wants. That's his fantasy. The point of it is, why are so many millions trying to get in here if we're such racist and we treat people so bad? Because, you know why? If, so, if we're so racist to you, sir, you're welcome to go back to Africa any time, and I'll pay for your ticket. What, well, sir, the issue, the issue go to is... Go to hell back. Go to hell back. We don't want you well, here. We don't need you. If you want to restore the republic back to racial segregation, then there are those of us who will challenge and push back against you on that. you got Hollywood in your mind. You've been watching too many movies like Mississippi okay. Burning and all these other movies that, that put the hey, black Joe, man I down and the white people whipping them and hanging on them. You just heard. You just heard Starch. You just heard Starch tell you. You just heard. You just heard Starch tell you what he experienced. You really want to bring those signs back so you can have a legitimate basis to bitch. I mean, which which way you want it, Starch? You want to say you witnessed this? Again, the bottom line. I don't think they exist today. You're the one that thinks they exist today. You do. What is it, Starch? Sarge, what is it? You experience you, you experience rehashing the nineteen twenties and the nineteen thirties and eighteen ninety six and everything. Sarge, this is happening. Sarge, 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 this is happening. Sarge, this is happening in twenty twenty three. So you can have a basis for All right, guys, I can't have you yelling at each other. Come on now. Well, yeah, I mean, sorry, I mean, sorry, sorry, this is happening. Say this over sorry, and over and over again. Sorry, this is happening in 2023. You're not in any kind of reality, sir. Yeah, well, where, 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 where is this going in the fantasy world? You're in a fantasy world. Wait a second. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Sir, where is this happening today? Where are where are blacks being lynched and raped and murdered? Where? Time out. America so, in various, in various categories. 
Blacks are being discriminated against in housing, really? in employment. They're being discriminated against in education. They're being discriminated really? against by law enforcement. It's all well documented by all sorts of agencies and I don't see it. Political I don't see it. Has anyone ever seen it? Because you choose to keep your eyes closed. You choose to keep your eyes closed. That he was repeatedly bringing up. He's like a bunny rabbit with ADHD. He hops around from one thing to another. Is yeah. there any therapy yeah. for trans racials? Are there any therapy for trans racials you guys know of? A person that's what I mean about born one race or one race or something else? Because he's a jerk. He doesn't have any arguments. He's got no, names. No. Oh, so time out, time out. Sorry. This is what the liberal woke agenda does. This is, and, we, and, and oh, oh, we're feeding into it. Oh, oh, one minute. Let me show you how confused Sarge is. On one minute, he want to authenticate his blackness by saying all the injustice he's experienced, and then when somebody talks about it, he want to jump on him and say it's in the past. He's confused. conferences and free conference call conferences whoever's chairing the meeting has to mute everybody and only unmute yeah. one person at a time to let them speak <laughs> yeah i know i see that now i try not to do that would be a good idea joe you ought to do it yeah because it's turning into a shouting match hey, give us like a minute and a points. half or two minutes each or something like that yeah let's do that right. as a matter of fact we're at that point in the show everybody gets two minutes how about that all right two minutes hey, so we'll start off with the John Doe, you get to go first, because we got a bunch of people here. Two minutes, and I'll let Dan go last, because I think he's got a lot to say here, or, or Peter, one or the other, or Mike. But go ahead, John Doe. You want to say something? You've been quiet. Yes, I appreciate the opportunity. Man, I really wish each and every one of us would learn how to self-control and not push our own psychological baggage on each other, because no one likes to follow a hypocrite. And the bit the hardest thing to do is for me to see my own hypocrisy. But when other people want to project their hypocrisy on me and then try to make me think that I'm the one doing it, it's hard to swallow. But if I have an honest broker that's a person of veracity with integrity that actually cares about me and works in good faith as a genuine um, article person, authentic to care and consideration for me, I usually can hear it and say, you know, you're right. I appreciate you pointing that out. I'm sorry about that. And we can move forward together. But when we do these little backhanded innuendos and slap each other and just throw these projections, like we're just talking, we're just letting everybody know our own bias. And we are the problem, like you said from the top of the show, Joe. We look in the mirror. We're causing our own problem for a lack of knowledge. We are being destroyed. And without a vision, we're going to perish. If we're not able to speak to each other with respect and dignity, which, Brother Warren, I've heard you speak on 
you know, American statesmen, and you're pushing it a little too far today. But also, in just respect to you, I'm going to say, Sarge, we got to let each other talk. You keep talking over the top of them. I can't hear anybody, and therefore none of us get anywhere because we continue to disrespect each other and, you know, not show due consideration and run roughshod over each other. We're just going to continue to kill each other. Thank you for yep. your time, Jeff. All right. Thanks, John. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, sorry, you want to speak here? Go ahead, then, uh, Mr. Warren. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Just a moment ago, I was somewhat excoriated for detailing the experiences of my life, which I experienced, and I re- accurately recounted them for the following reason, to put things into perspective. That time in which I was abused no longer exists today. The country has changed. The country has come to a reconciliation with these things through law and custom. I would, in fact, I would say in some respects it's gone too far. It is actually becoming counterproductive, particularly for the black community, when it comes to the rule of law, when it comes to the breakdown in the family, and a whole bunch of other things. Again, my recounting of my experience was not to authenticate my blackness. I could care less if this man accepts me as a black man or not. It is utterly irrelevant to me. The purpose of me doing it was to put it in perspective. And and, and part of my, my, my you know, frustration is dealing with Brother Warren here, who regularly refers to people like me with the dehumanizing epithet, we're black conservative comfort dogs for white people, as though we have no agency of our own. We cannot come to conclusions about life, philosophy, and politics on our own independent agency that we're simply manipulated by whatever white people want. And I would submit to you that he is the one that is, in fact, a stooge for people of the racial-industrial complex. I hate to get personal, but he regularly does it, and perhaps that accounts to a great degree for me doing it right now. Like I said, if you're going to moderate this thing, Joe, I believe I can deal with them um, rationally, reasonably, and I can advance a focused argument, and better yet, one in which he doesn't get to hop away from things from which he has no answer. Or just say, I don't have an answer for that. I'd like to talk about something else. <laughs> Good point, Sarge. Good point. All right, Mr. Warren, go ahead. You're going, I'm going down the line. Go ahead. Well, I express, I express gratitude, gentlemen, for allowing me to speak. I am the host of probably one of the most well-informed, dynamic shows on the Blog Talk platform called New Orleans Wake Up, where I am highly critical of the conservative movement and the whole uh, slew of people who call themselves conservatives. I am not here to make any white person feel comfortable in their racism. I am here to tell you the truth give you historical analysis based on fact. You know, in 2023, we have people in state legislatures that are making it illegal to teach the history of the United States, to make it illegal to talk about enslavement, even the civil rights movement in states like Alabama of all states. That is fascism, but it's coming from the conservative element of the political spectrum. Comfort dogs, emotional support dogs, Some blacks serve that role for whites. In other words, some white conversations have that one black person who says everything they say, so you can say you didn't say it, the black guy said it, so therefore it's not racist. I call that kind of stuff out as cowardly. If the black guy says something very egregious about black people, you stand up and say you believe it too. If you don't believe Martin Luther King should have a holiday, 
If you believe that as a white person, say it, but don't let the black person say it and hide behind the black person. That's cowardly. And so I bring an informed perspective. And for those people who want to say, if you, don't, if you insult a black person by saying before the civil rights movement, things were all honkadory between whites and blacks. That is not true. People are alive today to know that's not true. But some of you are pushing that fantasy of it was all good during segregation. You know, that's okay. fascism, and that's what's being pushed today. Racism, like in the 1920s, is being advocated today in state legislatures on state legislature floors. And unfortunately, some black people are so confused and self-loathing, they want to be loved by some whites, and they'll say or do anything for that acceptance, or they feel they can't live. They have to commit suicide. Thank you so much for letting me speak. All right, thank you. Dr. Ventura, you there? You want to say something? Because I got Mike and Dan next. Dr. Ventura. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> kind of take back a little bit here. But, you know, somebody said, so I, I just want to conclude with this uh, as a uh, Christian man. And I don't believe that Jesus Christ came to save skins. He came to save souls. And it doesn't matter whether you're white, black, Chinese, or Irish, Italian. What matters is two questions. Who is Jesus Christ? And once I know, what am I going to do with him? And anything contrary to scriptures clearly say that God would have no man to be lost, that all men to be saved. And at first, when the friend down there said New Orleans, I didn't really believe he was from New Orleans because everybody I know in New Orleans says New Orleans. They pronounce it New Orleans. If you say New Orleans, they know you're from up north. And so I was taken back a little bit by that. I'm not saying he's not from New <laughs> New Orleans, but I had to listen in for a while to get it. Okay. And he was. All right. Okay. But but that's my that's my two minutes. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, today's a good day to do it. What Joe said earlier is two dates on the tombstone, the date you died, the date you were born, and we're going to be dead a lot longer than we live. We ought to find out where we're going. All right, Dan. All right, Dan, you want to, I, know, I know you wanted to talk about that because I think some of that was addressed towards you about the race thing. So, Dan or Mike, one, one of you, go ahead, man. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Dan. Okay, well, first of all, I want to congratulate you, Joe, for getting control, and I hope you continue with that format because that's the only way to – effectively get anything across number two uh, i personally don't believe in this universalism stuff that the mainstream churches teach because if you study the scriptures in the original hebrew and greek and you go to the book of matthew the woman that came up and tugged at christ's robe with a sick daughter he did not even address her he didn't answer her he ignored her until the disciples said Lord, do something. She's annoying us. And he said, it's not good to give the children's bread to dogs. And in biblical times, the word dog applied to non-Israelite, non-Hebrew, non-white people. That's a fact, okay? The scriptures were written in Hebrew and then later in Greek. There's only one group of people in the world that, that could read, write, and speak in those languages for, the, for all of history. So to say that it was for everybody, well, that means there's a tens of millions of souls that are lost because they couldn't read or write in Hebrew or Greek. So if it was meant for everybody, that's pretty poor management, okay? And it doesn't fit with nature, and it doesn't fit with the way everybody believed up until the recent history. If you go back hundreds of years, 
Nobody believed that. If you go back a thousand years, nobody believed that. It was that's why Christianity was called in the old days the white man's burden. Okay, because we were his sons and daughters. We took the law to the other uh, peoples of the world, and that brought law and order and civilization when we did it correctly. Okay, so history has been changed by mainstream everything, mainstream education, mainstream churches, all the rest. Centralization is communism. Okay, so freedom of religion was that the different denominations had freedom to teach the scripture out of the Bible in the way they saw fit at the local level. It did not mean that it was okay to build a mosque in our country or a Jewish uh, temple, a synagogue. Okay, that's not what they meant. Those are alien. Those are foreign to our culture, our history. And it's ridiculous to think that the founding fathers intended to make it a hodgepodge. Everybody knows the only nations to ever survive are homogeneous nations. Homogeneous. That means the same kind, just like the Bible says, kind after kind. That's why he set the different kinds in the different geographical locations to keep peace and harmony. That's a biblical concept. It was followed by people for thousands of years. The only successful nations and empires are the ones who obeyed those rules. And when we ignore those rules about separation, everything falls apart. You look at the ancient Greek and uh, Hebrew, or not Hebrew, but the Egyptian empires and all that. They were great dynasties. They built things that are unbelievable architecture until... They started to bring in all kinds of other cultures and intermixed because they wanted to get out of uh, labor and have these other people do their hard labor for them. And when they did that, their, their civilization died, just like ours is dying, because there's no harmony. You look up the word nation in the dictionary, you know what it says? A nation, by definition, and it comes from a Latin root, root that means birth, like nativity and natal. The word nation means people who share these things in common, race, culture, language, heritage. If you don't have those things in common, you're not a nation. You're just a hodgepodge of people who are going to fight and bicker and be at each other's throats forever. Yeah. If that's what people want, just stay on the track we're on. We're going to die. We're in the process of dying right now. And look at us. We're sitting here arguing over shit that's absolutely ridiculous. People <laughs> making up history yeah. in their fantasies. Yeah. Just look at the world around us. It's on fire. Why? Because we violate the principles of nature and nature's God. All in the sake of being politically correct and affirmative action and all the other bullshit programs that Jews shoved down our throat so that we would violate those rules, because they know what comes with that. Chaos, death, yeah. and destruction. Yeah. I yield. That's a good point. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if Peter wants to react to that, or maybe he did. I don't know. Peter, you want to say something to that real quick, or no? I don't know if you want to or not. Turn? Oh, yeah, Mike's turn. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I thought I saw your number drop. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No. No, I mean, Dan's a hard uh, act to follow. I mean, yeah, he God is. bless you, Dan. I mean, Dan, Dan nailed it. I mean, Dan said it perfectly. But I guess I would just try to help give some clarity for people out there that aren't up to speed on everything Dan said, that 
you've got the mainstream Christian movement, which is completely false to begin with. The, the modern 501c3 churches, they've been infiltrated, hijacked, and practically all of them have this idea in their head that that little piece of land over there called Israel is Israel. Like, that's Israel. That's the Jews. That's God's chosen people. Nothing could be further from the truth. You've got groups of black people calling themselves the Hebrews, that they're the true Hebrews. These groups of blacks saying that they're the Hebrews and the Israelites. Nothing could be further from the truth. Anybody who looks into it sincerely with, and looks at, at, at the, the true science and, and, and the true history will know that the Celtic peoples, the peoples of Ireland, the, pe- the peoples of Scotland, the Welsh people, in fact, the Welsh language, Dan can elaborate on this, is the closest language to ancient Hebrew Welsh. The, 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 the Hebrew people were the direct bloodline of Adam. They were people whose face blushed, meaning a white person whose face could blush red. They had green eyes, brown eyes, blue eyes, blonde hair, red hair, different colors. They were a unique people. They weren't like the, the Negro black race. God bless them. God created them. They're beautiful, and they are what they are. God created them to be what they are. You know, they all have what we would describe as similar features, you know, the broad nose or the big, bigger lips or the, the nappy hair, the dark, dark, you know, very dark skin, right, the, the big bone structure, right? They're, gonna, they're, they're all pretty much in that category. The Asians, we're going to say they all have straight black hair. They all have squinted eyes. They're all short. They're all very pale. There's, there's attributes to the different races. To the Indians, we could say the same of their bronze skin and their facial structures. The whites were unique. They were a direct bloodline from Adam, and that's why they had such diversity with red hair and blonde hair and brown hair and black hair and blue eyes and green eyes and fair skin and darker skin, a, a wide variety of peoples that came through that direct bloodline of Adam. And the ones that remained true to God's word and to God's commands were the ones that, that kept that direct lineage from Abraham to, to Moses, Moses to to, to, to uh, King David, all the way to Christ Yeshua, the Messiah. And that bloodline is the Israelite, what we would refer to, refer to as Israel. Yeshua was of Israel. He's not, he, Jesus wasn't a Jew. Again, that's a, a ridiculous concept that the, that the quote-unquote Jews, which Dan and I, you know, have had some great conversations because I've always pointed out this Jew psyop is one of the biggest psyops these people have. Because they can pigeonhole you. Oh, you're just an anti-Semite. And I always point out, Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9, those who call themselves Jews but are not, they are liars. And those that are referred to are the same ones that Jesus Christ was chasing out with a whip and called them murderers and called them liars. They were the bad seed. They were the bad bloodline of Esau. They were the, the godless ones. To this day, they're the godless ones. And that's why they're pushing their transsexualism in, in, in daycares and kindergarten and I just saw a video the other day. A guy was, took a video while he was in CVS Pharmacy, showing in CVS Pharmacy that they now have dildos and condoms, shelves of them, that they placed right next to the children's uh, toy aisle, right in the same aisle, right next to the children's toys. It's pathetic. They're pushing this LGBT A, a, to, a to Z, women are men, men are women, so that perverts, people that are sick, can go into a woman's bathroom, dress up like a woman, and jerk off in the woman's bathroom. They're facilitating the filth and the perversion. And going back to even, even arguments about black people, you know, being beat up by whites. 
big whoopee do. That doesn't, and that's one of the points Sarge was making. That doesn't represent the majority of whites just because you got some bad apples that may be hateful. Uh, and then this New World Order will use that to create imagery, and they'll promote it. They own the media. I've always told people when you see your news broadcast where they're going out in the backwoods, uh, we're here in Hickety Hicksville, South Carolina with the Klan member, and you see all these guys with no teeth and tattoos across the street, we hate niggers and we hate Jews. Those are crises actors. The media puts that on to give people that image of, oh, those are the white supremacists, those are the white hateful bigots. That doesn't represent true white people, not even close to the ones that believe in separatism, that believe in maintaining their own racial identity and integrity and purity. So the problem is that we have this forced New World Order, One World Government agenda, mass amalgamation, forced amalgamation, forced integration of the races, and, and it goes right back to the point that Dan made. That's just going to create chaos from this day forward and, until they can kill off all the whites who would stand against them. That's why there's a war against whites today. That's why there's a, a war against, against whites people who are Christians, who believe in God, who believe in patriotism, because those are the badass white patriot warriors who will stand up against those bastards and take them down. That's what they're afraid of. So they're stupefying white people. They're turning them into idiots. They're making every commercial on TV some smart, sophisticated black guy with his white wife. And then every commercial of a white guy is some goofy little stupid guy who's submissive to the big, strong, intelligent black man. They're trying to destroy the white man, intimidate him, infuriate him, make him lesser, make him smaller, because they are the direct blood, bloodline of Adam. That's a fact. I yield. Hey, Joe. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, Joe. Hey, yes, sir. I just wanted to, because Mike, Mike triggered something. I just wanted to put this out there, if you guys don't mind, real short. I went, I went to a KKK rally about 15 years ago in Alabama just so I could see for myself because I was just getting to realize that I'd been lied to about almost everything I ever heard from the time I was a child till now. So I said to my buddies, I said, let's, we got friends that are going to go down there. I said, let's get in a car. We're going to drive down to Alabama, and we're going to go to uh, the KKK rally. I said, instead of letting the news media tell me what it's all about, I'm going to go actually go there and see what's going on. That whole day, it was like being at one church service after another. There was just beautiful families. Every speaker, every speaker there that day was denouncing the behavior of white people. Not one time did I hear anybody say anything about blacks, Jews, aliens, or anything else. It was all about white people need to become more responsible, better parents, blah, 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 all day long. There was no trouble. There were some skinheads that showed up. They tried to get a little bit rowdy, and the men with rifles went over and said, you're not, you're not welcome here and get out. So yeah. a lot of people, like I said, they have this image, but that's what the Jew media creates. If you get off your ass and actually get out in the real world and check things out for yourself, just like in the book Mein Kampf written by Adolf Hitler, I dare people to read the book. Because you're going to find out, like everybody in my family, when I challenged them to read it, they found out it was a completely different book than what they thought it was. And it's the same thing with everything in life. If you let the Jewish news media and all these hotheads fill your head full of their bullshit, you don't know what reality is. Get off your ass, get away from that computer and television, and get out there in the real world and find out what's really going on. I yield. That was powerful. Hey, Peter, do you want to say something? Or something. I don't know if Peter wants to say something. I don't know if anybody – they're going to cut me off like yeah. in a matter of about five minutes. But anybody want to say something, I do. Peter? 
do. Oh, Mike does? All right, go ahead. No, no, John Doe. Oh, John Doe, John Doe, all right. I don't know if Mr. Warren wants to say something, 504. i got to get him a shot, too. I got muted him. He was making some background noise. So uh, yeah, they're going to cut yeah. me off in five minutes, so make use of it. Yeah, can I say something? Is Sarge yeah, still there? Yeah, go ahead, there? go ahead. Yeah, Is go ahead. Sarge Everybody's still, still here. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, Sarge. Yeah, there's no talk. Just to make your point. Go ahead. No, no, Sarge, would you like to attend that clan rally this guy attended? It sounds like it would be safe for us, huh? Huh, Sarge? All right. Well, I, you know, I, I, I think if you showed up to the rally, nobody would do nothing to you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'd be, I mean, you know, you might not be welcome there, but I don't think anybody would do anything to you. It's just like a Black Panther rally. Do I want to show up at a Black Panther rally? No, they're probably not going to do yeah, nothing yeah, to me, we, but we, they're going to talk we about it. We, we know the Klan, we know the Klan has blood on their hands from killing black people. We know that for a documented legal fact. Yeah, what did those black people do to get the the blood on their hands? Being black? Uh, no, that's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's, yeah, that's the media. That's the media. Yeah, okay, that's the media. wait a minute. Let me make this point real quick. Anybody that's ever studied anything about the real Klan, they went out and punished just as many white people and other kinds of people as they did black people. They went out to punish people that were committing like murder and rape and all those kind of things because after the Civil War, the carpetbaggers that came into the South did not enforce the law. And the white so, people were so being put yeah. on and raped. So, so, so this is the forum I walked into, a support Klan forum? Is this what this is on lockdown? No, so this is a truth forum. We're talking mouth. about truth. We're talking about truth wow, here. Wow, and Sarge, and Sar you just feel comfortable in this little group, Sarge? <laughs> I have, uh, what about, well, hang on a second, Mr. Warren. Well, hang on, Mr. Warren, hang on now. Let's not start shouting now. Hang on. What about when I have Shabaka on here from the Black Panthers? Would you criticize I don't that? Know, I don't know who that is. I don't know who yeah, that of is. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. But I'm making a point, though. I've had him on here. So it's okay. But But what would you say to that? Well, no, what I'm saying is I hear you no, guys no, no, are rationalizing. No. You see? And I'm not, uh, surpri see? Hold on. I'm not oh, surprised. Man, Joe, can I say something? Joe, can, I, Mike, yeah. can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, to my, black, to my black brother there, I appreciate where you're coming from. A lot of what's going on in your mind has been put into your mind through media imagery. Sir, movies, I experienced, sir, narratives. sir, coming up, sir, no, we experienced. Hang, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Go ahead. Mike, let him, ask, let him say something. He wants to say something, Mike. Let him say something. Go ahead there, Mr. Go ahead, Warren. Go, go ahead. ahead. Mr. Warren, go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. let me talk? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I grew up in spirits and hostile treatment for white people who use Klan and said they were members of the Klan. We used to... We used to play football, high school football. We would go to certain areas outside of New Orleans, and they would have the Confederate flag. They would have their dogs. They would be playing Dixie. They would yell the N-word at us. They would have the Klan hood. Okay? I had right, so uncle. can I interject again? Let me, let me clarify that for you. Let me clarify that. Just like I mentioned earlier, you can bet your ass that when you see these uh, mainstream media owned by the New World Order with their little reporter down there. We're here in Hickety Hicksville, and you see them, the, the, the crisis actors acting exactly as you're describing. They will put people out there in communities like that, and there are some people out there that are like that. But you cannot yeah. use that to discredit an entire organization or an entire group of people. Well, well, I'm, because I'm sorry. And that's the point I was trying well, to make. You can get me. Yeah, yeah, but you can't get me. You probably 